Wondrous Realms Podcast Group presents The World of Esther, starring Sierra Rates, Nick Grasser, Greg Hall, Regan Street, and Mike T. Berry. Hosted by Tyler Butler. Hello, and welcome to the world of Esther. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm Tyler Butler, your host, Dungeon Matter Mas- Master. I uh, guess the, the fifth state of matter. <laughs> Dungeon Matter. <laughs> Yes, I am your host, DM, and podcast producer. And I'm here today with my very good friends for uh, a Saturday game Sunday. because... Uh, Sunday. A Sunday. Shit, I get my... What year is it? <laughs> right. I like, don't know, man. I feel like we all kind of slipped into the frickin'... Uh, oh, God. I'm totally spacing. I blame Barry Allen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fuck you, Barry. So, uh, I'm here with my very good friends. We've got Sierra Rates. Hi! We've got Nick Grasser. Hello. We've got Greg Hall. Hello. We've got Regan Street. Hi! And we've got Mike D. Barry. Hiya. All right. And um, we've got a heck of a... I've got a heck of a campaign for you guys tonight, Great. tonight. Great, love that. Nice. So, let's get started, shall we? Go ahead, I'm going to be real fast. Alright, so, <laughs> a brief recap. When last we left off... Emotional torture? <laughs> emotional torture did happen. Our fellow friends uh, had found themselves in the manor home of Lost Hope with the gentleman... And after much uh, scuttling and huddling about and trying to find a way to save Scarlet from uh, wedding a fae, um, unfortunately, a wedding did take place. After much fighting and uh, attempts at uh, stopping the wedding, all proved initially futile. And then it came time uh, to exchange gifts. The gentleman gave... Scarlet, the uh, book on the heroes of uh, Esther, and um, Scarlet in turn gave him a, presumably, a fountain pen. But alas, what is this? It was not a fountain pen. It was in fact a knife. Not just a knife. What do you have? The a knife. knife. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> the butler the butler giving Scarlet the pen, talking about the pen is mightier than the sword. What you got there? A smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, so, um, so, God. Um, so, the blade then takes a life of its own almost. He ran into my knife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. It's okay. This is very normal. I don't know why you're apologizing. <laughs> um, the knife stabbed the gentleman, and he proceeded to have a complete 
break down. Basically. Yes, he completely shattered, and so did Lost Hope. And then our friends found themselves out in the moors of the Night Court. Um, some small discussions began about whether this was planned by Stoltis or not. Eventually leading to some reconciliation, hopefully. Hopefully. And a trip back to the Summer's Court, where they were. our, fr- our party was invited to... Dance in the Eternal Waltz with the Summer's Queen. This all went very well and jolly. Uh, drinks were had, donkeys were made, and a llama was very distinguished. <laughs> and uh, push comes to shove, things start to happen, and it turns out that in an attempt to cure one of our party of a pixie malady, um, he ended up stealing... The Queen's Cup of Sunshine. And I did the sprinkler. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Dad dancing. Uh, so, with that was held a kangaroo court. Scarlet sang a song to convince uh, the Queen's advisors to hold a minute and give them another chance, which the Queen very kindly did, and gave them the task of finding a new... Uh, Fountain of Sunshine that lies with the Gold Dust Woman. So, we now return to our party. The Queen is still looking down at all of you, and she says, You have done much today, and if you wish, you may sit out on the morrow. I shall put you into oh, rooms. Get <laughs> <laughs> you bitches a long rest. I shall now give you rooms to stay within our humble court in hopes that you will sit out tomorrow to... Good, it didn't explode. (laughs) Sorry, cracking open a cold one. Absolutely. Um, Oh God, where the hell was I? You will be set in rooms... Sorry! We may may venture out on the morrow. Venture out on the morrow, that's it. <clears throat> and she rests on that note. Do Sunny and I still get to share a room? Oh. <laughs> I guess you'll find out when you get there. Oh, okay. Uh, she then tur- the queen then turns and says, Fiddle tree, fawn fiddle fig, fiddle fum. <laughs> <laughs> and a little pixie says, Yes, your majesty. Will you please baby. escort them to the summer's home? Yes, your majesty. She comes flying down the aisle towards you all. Please follow me. I'll take you to your summer home. That's so sweet. I got a summer home in the Feywild. (laughs) Alright. Let's go. Sunny would like to skip. That's how she (laughs) Alright. You all walk and or skip to the summer's home. It takes you the uh, fiddle fawn, fiddle fig, fawn, fif- whatever you said. Yeah. Fiddly. <laughs> I'm going to call it fiddly now. <clears throat> the pixie, I will say, the pixie takes you out of the 
the initial Summer's Court, the uh, home of the Summer Queen, and leads you through a bit of a the open pasture, as it were, to this wonderful house that seems to be built into a very large, uh, very huge oak tree, as if it's literally part of the tree itself. Sort of like um, the Tarzan treehouse, almost. Nice. Oh, neat. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. And she says, All right, this is as far as I go. Have a good night, everybody. How <laughs> <laughs> Game Stoltis is like, Tree! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Right. It's like the, he's like the moth with the... Light lamp, God lamp. <laughs> Resurrecting old memes is what we do here. Yeah, yeah hello. It's my favorite meme. I loved those memes. I love lamp. I do. I love lamp. Lamp. Anywho, right here. Lamp. Whenever you do a Dr. Seuss moth. I love lamp. Yes, I do. I love lamp. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so we're outside of this building. This so, yep, you're left outside of the Summer's home, uh, built into a tree, and um, the door opens. They say, oh, hello, we've just got word. You're going to be staying with us today, correct? I believe so. Well, come on in. I'll get your rooms all settled. Is this like a bed and breakfast type shit? Um, walking on in, it does seem to be kind of like an inn. Okay. But a very extravagant, very fey inn. In a tree. In a tree, yes. We're and not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> no, sir. Kansas does not even exist. Neither does Mississippi. Neither does Mississippi! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry still. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> are you angry at me or are you angry at Mississippi? I'm angry at Mississippi. Fuck Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi doesn't exist. Okay, I feel like we need to clarify that since there's podcast shit going on. Um, we don't necessarily hate the state of Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi was the answer to a bullshit riddle uh, in a... Situation Full disclosure, we have nothing against in a, in, a, in a stupid <laughs> riddle that the gentleman got us trapped in, and uh, we spent a very long time trying to solve this very easy riddle, until finally it was Ethan who said all he could think of. He's like, oh no, I think actually Ethan looked it up because he thought it was Mississippi, but he's like, but that doesn't make sense, but he looked it up and he's like, yeah, no, this riddle is literally, the answer is Mississippi, and we were like... Mississippi doesn't exist, though. How would we know that? So, it was funny. That was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> First happens. time doing riddles, and I didn't even think, you know, oh, they're going to get this, you know, because, you know, nobody ever gets the riddles, but they'll be able to get this. Not even thinking, oh, wait a minute. This isn't the United States. Mississippi doesn't exist If here. anything, you should be proud of us, because that shows that we were in the world and not meta Yeah. I mean, that's true, and I'm very glad that you did that and stuck to your guns and I was just like, well, come on, it's... Oh, wait a minute, I didn't think this through. Oh, well. It worked out. But yes, uh, we don't necessarily harbor any hatred for Mississippi. It's just an old Today. session. Today. Who knows what tomorrow will be. Not yet. <laughs> so. Alright, um, 
so we're inside. Um, I mean, have we? Are we being shown our rooms, or are we just kind of in the? Um, you're initially shown to the front desk of the uh, innkeeper. Are He's these a, like people or fae? There are some fae, there are plenty of fae here, there are a couple of pixies sort of dancing around in the air. Um, notably, you notice that there are very small um, uh, humanoid creatures with little pointed ears and um, furry feet, as it were. Hmm. You do recognize them as not gnomish. Halfling, oh, halfling is the proper term in the Indian nomenclature, but still. <laughs> Tolkien is saying, please don't strike us down. Okay, that'd we be, love you. That'd be a huge I thought you were saying there were short people with like, their feet were like cat's feet. No. <laughs> said or no, no. No, hobbits don't wear feet because their feet are calloused and or don't wear feet. <laughs> <laughs> they don't wear feet. <laughs> they don't wear shoes. They, they have bare feet. That are bare feet. That are. So <laughs> <laughs> They are very calloused, and therefore they don't have a need to wear shoes because they can walk everywhere just fine. I love how late this is currently because we know how much torment we're about to go through. Oh, I know. <laughs> Both emotional and like physical torment. Oh, oh you don't torment. even know. Oh, oh man. Oh. So uh. Steltus will clear his throat and says, uh, well, uh, we, uh, we all had a very long day, I think. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Um, all right. So, you'll all be given at each, let's see, there's two, four, six, there's six of you, so you'll be given... Aren't there seven? Wait, seven, yeah. Acorn, Acorn, and Oh, Acorn, Acorn. So seven. I forgot about my son. I'm sorry. He forgot about Sanjiro. Fuck Sanjiro. I was about to say. <laughs> Sanjiro is not on my front list right now. Delete. <laughs> Delete. I'm gonna have to start. I'm just gonna have to start writing out everybody's names because I just can't go by initiative order alone anymore. I don't know why, but I just thought you can't just delete people out of your like cock's gun. But we'll see about that. <laughs> you sure? So. He counts seven. He says, um, I'm pretty sure we can put you all into three rooms each. That will mean, however, that um, three of you will be sleeping together. Oh, my. So I hope that's not of uh, great discomfort, but we have a large room for the um, three. So you'll just have to decide. I'll get you uh, keys for uh, room two, room six... And room seven. Casbis, can Acorn stay with Scarlet and I? Um, absolutely, but you kids play safe, okay? Of Mom, of course we're going to play safe. I thought that somebody I, was going to ask if, like, I was, I was, yeah, I was, we could all room together, and oh. I was like, no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Stuck with I guess I'll uh, <laughs> take the smallest room then. Very good. Is that because you're the smallest person? I think I'm taller than you. Well, I know, but that's why I'm with them because I'm small. I 
fit in a room with lots of people better. I don't know. Her pigtails give her some height. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to get my Casper's art back. Anywho. <laughs> so if you three take, are taking a room, then that leaves Blazerail, myself, Sanjiro. I'm not being hot. Um, I'd like to look over to Stoltz and be like, Hey, hey Stoltz, do you want to take a room together? Yeah, sure, I guess. Alright, we'll take the one room. I guess that means place real. Fuck you! <laughs> and your chicken strips! Alright, so the party of three gets room number seven. Um, That's the rest a lucky number. Very. And uh, the rest, the other two parties can either have a choice of two or four. Huh? Or two or six. Whatever we'll it says. Six. We'll take six. Alright, here's keys to room six. Not to be neighbors or anything. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but of course, you'll be across the hall from each other. So, that leaves only uh, room two for you two. So, Andrew just kind of takes the keys, looks at you, and, you know, says, and just doesn't say anything, and just folds his hands into his kimono and says, I'll go get set up. Yeah, you go do that. Alright, so. Um. Scarlet would probably ask if, especially because they're in like a Feywild place and there's magic and stuff, she would ask if, are the are the rooms soundproof or is there um, any policy about playing music? Oh, there's no policy. Um, you might actually hear the, the uh, summer light. Li- terrible people. <laughs> you might all just hear the summer light music as you uh, go to sleep, so it usually... Happens once in a while. Most human guests find that a bit unpleasant, hence we don't get a lot of customers. But, um, hopefully, I like it here. If you need anything, I will be your host. I am your host, Ezekiel. Thank you so much. Um, fucking Zeke. I, uh, I guess we should all get some rest. Oh, it's much needed. I'm real tired from dancing, so I would say that's a good idea. I would like to go to the room and literally plop on the bed, and I'm probably out like that. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm tired. I will probably walk with Sunny and Acorn then, and now I get to feel like the cool aunt. Or or bigger, older sister, I guess. Type vibe. I think Soltis is following behind, and he's going to uh, pick... uh, Sunny, can I talk to you for a second? You are right now. <laughs> that is oh. such a funny thing. Yes. I feel like Scarlet will turn around to pay attention as well. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about something. Okay, I'm waiting. Um, <laughs> well, first I wanted to show you something outside that I thought you might like. Okay, I love anything outside. Okay, um, you're good for the evening. Right, Scarlet? Oh, is this... Do you two want to be alone? I, I don't think you'd appreciate it as much as she does. She's gonna give you a weird look. <laughs> well, I don't know why that would be. <coughs> High-pitched whining. <laughs> I don't think dogs can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um... It, it's a surprise 
for... Okay. <laughs> Am I new? Um, Acorn. Hmm? Am I new? I need you to just... Um, <laughs> Sunny? I don't happens. know. It'll be fine! Uh, is my room near theirs? Uh, two's a little ways down the hall. I'll be right back. I'd like to... Um, and you can look over Acorn just fine. <laughs> well, I, I guess someone really should keep an eye on him. Absolutely. So uh, Let's go, Stoltis. I'm ready. Um, yep, okay. We're missing again. Um, okay. Better fucking not. Well, uh... Great. Have a good night. I'll see you soon. <laughs> and I'm gonna, like, take Acorn's hand and kind of, like... Take him to the room that we're all sharing, I guess. Okay. On uh, on their way out, can I say something just to Stoltis? Yeah, uh, sure. What do you want to say? That looked very painful. Shut up. <laughs> Have fun with your roommate. Son of a girl. She's gonna just skip alongside you. Like even if you're slow walking, she's just like skipping in place. Oh, Poor Sanjiro. Poor Sanjiro. Yeah, he's about to ask. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're outside now, and Stoltis is very just gonna be like, oh. I need you. I thought we were coming to see something. <laughs> Fine, and he's gonna like wave his hand and cast Druidcraft and have like roses pop up or something stupid. I don't know. Or something Why stupid. would I throw like that? <laughs> so I was just gonna be like, I see what you did here. This was never about seeing something. What's going on? You and Scarlet are close. Yeah. And, uh. Raven's face is cracking me up. I know, that's why it makes it so hard. It's the best. It's the fucking best. Uh, <laughs> You know, you, you guys all mean a lot to me, and I... Will you get to the point already? I don't know how to tell her how much she means to me. Um, usually when people want to tell something something, they use words. This is different. I... How is it different? You've been traveling with Scarlet as much as I have. It's true. <laughs> I'm not good at this. Obviously. <laughs> Which is why I wanted to talk to you because I saw how you and me, Kyle, were. And I don't know how to do that. I mean, all I did when I was talking to Mikhail was told him what I was thinking. I know that it's scary, but if you don't do it, then they're never going to know how you feel. And that should be enough to motivate you to say something. The child is more than just going to say! That's the point. Um, Wait, then game or up game? Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Here's the thing, I have faced horrors and the world tearing itself apart and the idea of talking to her is terrifying. That just seems ass backwards. Ass <laughs> backwards. I love Sunny so much. Look, Saltis, if it's really that hard to use vocal words, 
to tell her how you feel. Why don't you take a tip from like five-year-old me and write a note? Just write, do you like me? Circle yes or no. <laughs> I am. I mean, 
the uh, relationship experience here. <laughs> I mean, if you can call that experience. Oh, well, you're doing better than I am. That's true. <laughs> Well, <clears throat> she's she's probably wondering where you are, so I... She definitely is. I'm sure she's very suspicious right now. Oh, no. We have to come up with a story. Oh, your sprouting roses from the ground wasn't good enough? <laughs> <laughs> well, she would have liked that, I think. She would have. But it was just not eventful. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to... Let me think if I have anything else I can do to like, make it more... Why don't you just pick the roses and take them to our room and I will go get acorn. Oh! This shit is getting real! Oh, man. You know what? Since you're not going to take action, that's exactly what we're going to do. What? She's going to use no! my hand and pick the roses, hand them to Stalton, and run off to go get acorn. Yes! Stalton, it's... Take a second to process what's going on. <laughs> it's like the meme where like the math is like going through his head. Like, <laughs> oh, and then you're like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Start running after. Her. He's yeah. He's gonna follow. Sunny, Sunny, wait, Sunny. I'm not listening. <laughs> As she's skipping. Do the la 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 la. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's like, what the fuck is even going on? <laughs> At least it's not Tony Hawk. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to debate if Stultus is desperate enough to try to capture her in Vine's like, STOP! <laughs> oh, she's going. Like, she's probably almost to the door right All now. Right, like, I'll, I'll let you have it. Running. When she gets to the door, she's just gonna... It's probably... Is it unlocked? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm probably playing music for Acorn. What kind of music does Acorn like? Death metal. <laughs> I'm just gonna like lay yeah, out edgy teenager. I'm just gonna lay out like all my instruments because I have a viol and I have a lute and I have a flute and I can play the drum. I'm proficient in a lot of instruments. Um, I guess he'll he'll look at you and he'll say, "I'll play something on the string thing." On the viol or the lute because they both have strings. He's like, whichever one you like better. Um, I guess I haven't played the viol for a while, so I'll probably play that. Alright. Did you follow after me, or are you still standing outside? Uh, I'm probably, like, not running, but just kind of, like, <laughs> sunny stop and, like, trying to follow behind you to get you to stop. Okay. So but I'm you said you're full ball and sprinting, um, basically. Yeah. Great. Mm. Trying to think of, like, what kind of music I would play <coughs> for Acorn. Um. Bluegrass. <laughs> Try to play something that reminds Acorn of home. Oh. With Cersei. Okay. Uh, roll like, a performance check. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if we heard any music when. Uh, yeah, there we was. Were there. there were minstrels. <clears throat> Some of the servants were playing music, if I remember right, during dinner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, well, it's a fourteen, and I gotta add my performance bonus, which is a seven, so it's an unnatural twenty-one. Nice. Okay. So, um, as you're playing this, 
older, the sort of older tune, trying to kind of pick up yeah. the tune from Circe's palace. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind mm-hmm. of notice that for a second, you know, Acorn's just kind of spellbound, and uh, little yellow flowers kind of sprout in his hair. My fucking heart. Too <laughs> you're not here to see it. <laughs> Another commission, Acorn, like, sprouting while Scarlet's playing music. I'm totally going to message Quinn to see if this is something we should get at at some point. <laughs> I'm down for it. <laughs> and he just sort of, he's just sort of entranced like, wow. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, going back and forth with my bow, so. Probably tapping my foot while I play. That's something that she does. <clears throat> and uh, I suppose at some point... Sorry, burst through the door. Acorn, I gotta show you something. <laughs> <laughs> the the flowers kind of like not they don't wither, but they kind of like do that thing where at night where they just kind of close in on themselves, mm-hmm. and then they just sort of pop back into his hair. He's like, oh, oh what? I this was gonna be like. I gotta show you something right now. Yes, right now. It's Jeez. so important. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm sorry, I gotta go. We'll come back, don't worry. Oh, okay. Where are you going? It's okay, Scarlet, just wait here. We'll be right back. I gotta show him something. No, I promised that I would look out for you. Where do you think you're going? I can look out for him, it's not a big deal. Well, I'm just gonna look out for you. Me, obviously. (laughs) I know you two, and you're up to something. What's going on? I'm up to nothing. I'm literally gonna grab you. Make a deception check. And uh, if you want, you can make an insight check, Scarlett. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Do I see this? I've got like the eyebrow raised. Like, you... I have <laughs> not gone to my. So what? Ah, uh, sure. If you want to uncork it. No, that's my main guy. I'll have another mimosa if there's any. What? I have not gone to my room because I don't want to do Sanjiro. Okay, so where would you? I'd probably be standing in the hallway still. Okay, so you probably would have seen Sunny run past and be like, you know, um, you know. Seventeen. Acorn, come with Guess it. who got a natural twenty? Goddamn! Oh, <laughs> um, I will say, I will say, that you know that she's up to something, but um, because she rolled so high in her deception, you just think it's up some sort of childish antics. So you definitely do see the de- deception, but you can't perceive anything okay. else. Um, we still have our earrings right, except for Scarlet. I do not have one. That is correct. I gave my Esmeralda. I'm going to use my earring to be like, Staltus, go back outside and wait there. Change of plans. Uh, uh what? Just be outside okay. the door! <laughs> <laughs> and Sunny is going to say, all right, Scarlet, if you're so concerned, you can come with us. Well, thank you. I would hate for... Kaz was to be upset with me. Alright. Kaz is not the fuck out. So, I'm going to lead them back down to the door. And when we get to the door, I would like to just push Scarlet outside and then shut the front door. What? <laughs> turn around and I'm like, trying to open the door. Like, She's like doing that thing where you hold the handle and like, lean back to use your body weight. Both of you make contesting strength. I'm checks. probably watching this laughing. Is everybody dying away? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm like on a mission right now, man. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, versus her. 
<laughs> Actually, I'll have you roll with advantage since uh, Acorn's gonna help you. Hell yeah. Look at my babies bringing two people together. Okay, 18. Oh, that beats me. I only had 17. Oh! Hell yeah. Sonny, young lady, you open this door right now. Look behind you. Okay, wait. Do I hear all this shit going on? They're yelling and shit. But she's no, she's literally shoved me. You, did you shove me outside? Outside? Yeah, like yeah, I, like she. We went all the way to the door. She told you to stay outside. outside. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. So if so you're you already in your bed, right knocked there. out. Well, if if I am asleep, it would probably be <laughs> passive perception. So fifteen. Fifteen. You do hear some ruckus about, but I'm not sure if it really wakes you up or Right, not. so I'm probably just like, what the fuck is going on? And then go right back to sleep. Yeah, because you plop straight down into <laughs> yeah. your room. Oh, and I'm totally doing that thing, like, sprawled out, spread eagle. <laughs> Damn. Hey, that's, son, that's son, son, what's going on? Mind your own beeswax! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I think Sonny is my favorite character in all the campaigns. <laughs> I don't know, it's a close tie-up to uh, Cleo. Sonny, what are you up to? Why have you locked me out? <coughs> Stop asking me questions and just look behind you like I just said. What? There's nothing out here. And I'll turn around. <laughs> He's just going to be standing on <coughs> the roses. Uh, yeah. <coughs> Sonny? Stoltis, are you going to say something or not? I mean, Jim. Hi. Hey. Hi. I'm sorry, I thought of Shrek. He's like, I saw this and I thought it was pretty. And I don't like it, but you're pretty. <laughs> Greg. Odds. Told him to do evens. 
Sorry, it's the suspense, I know, but it's not letting me roll the die. Uh, well, I got a four, so I'm gonna grab the piece of paper. I told you to put evens! Did you grab the piece of paper, Stoltis? Um, no, she did. <laughs> She's just gonna cackle from behind the door. <laughs> Scarlet, okay, what's going you, on? <laughs> Look. Are you guys playing a trick on me? This is I'm really just thinking mean. of both her and Acorn just put their ears next to the yeah. <laughs> No, it, it's it's not it's not a trick. Guys, I, I was practicing my music. I'm what's I'm sorry, and I I know it's. Stop just talk before she opens the note. Oh, should I? Open no, the no, note? no, 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 no. Look. <clears throat> Well, do you need it? No. No. <laughs> Look, um, about earlier today with the, the wedding and... Oof, immediately. Uh, Someone's shaking her head from behind the door like, <laughs> went to a fucking wedding? <laughs> like, immediately just kind of into like... <clears throat> oh, I, I'm sorry, not... Sad and stressed and like... Not, not the wedding, the... The dancing and your song and our time together. In well, those general. are very different things. Well, I was afraid I was going to lose you today. And I was going to try to find a way to do it easily. You weren't making it easy. But I need you to know how much you mean to me. Well, of course. All of you mean so much to me. That's why I did what I did. I'm just glad we're all still together. I'm gonna make this difficult for you. I know. <laughs> <sighs> He's just gonna like, like. I hear a lot of breathing out there, but not a lot of words. Sunny. Steltis. <laughs> Acorn. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> I, I need you to know how much you truly mean to me and how I feel about you and with you around and I wasn't sure if the feeling was mutual until I heard your song and I can't risk you being taken away from me without at least knowing that. So. And he's gonna like kind of awkwardly hold out the roses or whatever. I know you prefer lilies. Actually, I'm rather fond of roses. And I will take the flowers. Aww. <clears throat> so. Now you know, and I... I'd like her to just kiss him. Yes! yes! 
happening the door does open to your guys's room he kind of walks out is doing a little bit of stretching and kind of looks toward you blazer and says i'm about to go get a drink what about and then he notices oh no you know what can Um, i tyler i'd like permission to to use this spell in an interesting way so i have a spell at the second level called phantasmal force and what it is is that you craft an illusion that takes root in the mind of a creature that you can see within range, and the target has to make an intelligent saving throw. On a failed save, you create a phantasmal object, creature, or other visible phenomenon of your choice that is no larger than a 10-foot cube, and that is perceivable only to the target for the duration. It has no effect on undead or constructs, but it includes sound, temperature, and other stimuli also evident only to the creature, and um, it's visual as well. And it says the target can use its action to examine the phantasm with an intelligence check against your spell save DC. If the check succeeds, the target realizes it's an illusion and the spell ends. But while a target is affected by the spell, the target treats the phantasm as if it were real. Um, It rationalizes any illogical outcomes from interacting with the phantasm. For example, a target attempting to walk across a bridge that spans a chasm falls once it steps onto the bridge. If it survives the fall, it believes the bridge exists and comes up with some other explanation for its fall. Um, so I want to make, like, an, a really elaborate archway of flowers, like, and just have flowers all around yeah. them, and it's, it's, it's a ten-foot cube, and just, like, have a bunch of, like... I was gonna say, simultaneously, <laughs> I would like to have, I, I feel like it'd be a subconscious thing that, like, roses and lilies and stuff are well, that's what I was trying to do, that's why... sprouting from the ground as well. <laughs> that it's a subconscious thing that, like, since I can't physically create it, but that spell could at right. least make it, like, real for them, so... I'll allow it, and um, with your permission, Greg, I will say that um, in this romantic circumstance, you may auto-fail the required saving throw for this illusion. That's fine. So, this phantasmal force comes around you, there are real roses that perfume the air, and for a minute you're standing in something almost out of a Scottish or Irish fairy tale with a flowery archway between the two of you as you have this beautiful and tender moment. It's like their own personal Yay. little Feywild moment. Mm-hmm. I like it. Meanwhile, Sunny is skipping intervals and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and she's singing. Dancing with acorn? <laughs> yeah, singing. Stealth is in Scarlet. Sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And Sanjiro's in the doorway, you said. Yeah, and Sanjiro is now in the... Hallway. He is looking at you guys having this tender. Can you see them though? Aren't they outside with the door closed? Are there windows? Where is this? Also, is this taking place inside? These two are outside. I'm holding the door shut. So, well, I was not. Okay. And you're also she's dancing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Sanjiro has walked out of his room into the hallway and sees you guys having this moment. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see him like. All right. You know, Sanjiro. Let's go have a drink. Yeah. 
and he's gonna just turn around. Oh no! <clears throat> Sad boy hours. Oh. You're doing so good too. It was going so well. Mm-hmm. It was just a kiss. How did it end up like this? <laughs> <laughs> it was only a kiss. So yeah, that that happens, and I guess Stultus will pull himself back a little bit and just be like. She's like, Psh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um, yeah, I mean, she's holding on to her rose flowers, so that's nice. It, if I may be so bold, uh, I, I love you, Scarlet. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I would do anything to protect you, and I need you to know that. You just hear, the door and Scarlet's face gets so red because she's like, of course Sunny is here. <laughs> oh, it's Scarlet. Yeah. Um, and she'll just look up at him and she'll take his hand and yeah, and she'll uh, and she'll say, you know I love you too, right? I need you to know that. I, I do now. I, <laughs> ugh, I'm sorry. Her. Yeah. She's gonna shush him. You <laughs> <laughs> need to apologize. Um. So yeah. <laughs> I, I I guess you can open that note now if you really want to. Oh, and yeah, and she'll like look down at the note and she'll. <laughs> Oh, Do you that? like me? Yes or no, it says. And when I hear him say that, I'm just going to slide a pen under the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking to see if I had something to write with, so thank you. I was going to say, well, not anymore. I don't want you pulling a pen out of the me. Side note from the DM, if you have the time, check out your extras. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. no. Uh-oh. <coughs> um, well, I, no, I imagine your notes. Check your notes. I imagine the note says, like, it's like, do you like me? Okay. Yes. And it's like, huge yes, and then like a super tiny no. There's no box to check for the note. Like, it's, this, is, this is all that I see. That's yes. what you want me to see. Also, yes, yes and yes? Yes, yes. yes at the very bottom. Yes. Got it. Or no, wait, yes and definitely. Sweet. Wait, so what does the note say? It definitely says, do you like me? Yes or no. But the okay. yes is like substantially bigger than the no to be like the focal point. Okay. So she will bend down and pick up the pen and she will put a little heart around the yes and she'll hand it to Stoltus. <laughs> Alright. I do need that pen back. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, right. So. Now what? I mean... I, I I didn't think this far ahead. Yeah, I, I didn't think that it would ever get to this point. Me either. That's thank you, Sonny. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> do you do you maybe want to go for a walk? Um, sure, that would probably be really nice. 
kind of like side eye the door where I know Sunny is. <laughs> and I'm just gonna slide the pen back under the door. <laughs> Thank you. Have fun on your walk. I'll be in our room. Yeah, me you, too. You'll just hear scatter. <laughs> <laughs> she comes back and they're both just like jumping on the bed. Yeah, I'm just like face palming, like, oh no. What a night to take parental responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so while you two get ready for your lovely and enchanting walk, let's head down to the bar. Yeah! <laughs> Sanjiro! <laughs> Sanjiro kind of walks in a bit of a huff down to the bar area. Uh, there is a barman. He is uh, another one of these very short, uh, hairy-footed fellows. And... Um, He's very plump, and he's standing on a stool, uh, cleaning glasses. And he says, oh, hello there. Uh, what would you all like to drink tonight? Sanjiro just sits down and says, give me the strongest thing that won't turn me into a goddamned llama. <laughs> he says, Blaze was going to audibly laugh like, ha! He's, he's going to punch you in the, in the gut. Huh? He's going to punch you in the gut. I'm going to punch back. Uh-oh. Uh, the barman's gonna look at you two and say, "No, none of that. No fighting. We're gonna kick you out, okay? Now, I'll get you your strong drink. What do you want, son? Same thing. Same thing. Okay. He uh, kind of turns around, hops down off of his stool, and carries <laughs> it over to the shelf, and he oh, here it is." Pulls down the bottle, puts it behind the bar, picks up the stool again after getting down, walks over to another place where the glasses are. And he grabs, grabs two glasses, brings them down very gently, puts them on the bar, grabs his stool again, comes over to the bar, and then climbs back up the stool and pours you your drink. He says, this here's called a green fairy. Don't worry, it won't change you nothing. All right, well, that's good. He pours you each like a half measure in these very small, very ornate little glasses. He says, all right, drink yourselves up. I'll leave the bottle here for you. Thank you. All right, so Sanjiro doesn't even waste time. He just takes it and just swigs it. And then his face tenses up. <laughs> I'd like to do it, too. All right, make a constitution. I was about to say, yeah, I knew you would make it. That's a now one. Oh. I'm not even going to check my language. You just sloshed <laughs> one drink and you're done. Oh. This is like drinking something industrial, almost. <laughs> the way it comes down and burns in your throat. Oh, damn. And it's, it almost has the slight taste of licorice. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's almost burning a hole in your chest. That's way too not, convenient. Not literally. I, I know, but that's but... way too convenient. Um, oh, damn! I... Sanjiro doesn't waste any time on corks the bottle and takes another I... one and swigs it. I never would have thought I had some. I would drink something that... Just shut up and drink. ...burns me more than myself. <laughs> he pours you another glass. Drink with me. Come on. All right, man. I'm already one ahead of you. Now let's go. <laughs> he takes another swig. That's three. That is a... 
Yeah, that's enough that uh, you're not a slosh. You actually start to get some of the more subtler notes. There's a little bit of lemongrass. There's a little bit of um, an almost brandy-esque mm-hmm. taste to it. Very refined. Mm-hmm. Still burns like a mother, but... Yeah. All right, and your third roll? Thirteen. Okay, getting drunker. Gotcha. And the room's kind of got that tilt-a-whirl sort of feel to it. Sanjiro is ahead of you. He takes another swig. Four. He passes you the bottle. Nat 20. Unfazed by this one, surprisingly. Are they making a competition out of it? Hey! Sanjiro's drinking to forget. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he has already forgotten a lot of stuff. (laughs) Holes in the membrane. Takes a, takes one more swig. Capson says, "One more." Hey, buddy. Don't tell me what to do. Just let me drink myself to death. How about not? <laughs> <laughs> buddy, listen. It's not my fault. I don't ha- remember half of who I am. Well, maybe you don't fucking remember shit because you drink so much. Me, shut up and let me talk. It's not my fault that I have some sort of mysterious past. It's not my fault that I'm years and years old and I don't even know how old I am. It's not my fault that my wounds all close up so succinctly and so tightly. It's not my fault I try to be so charming and and nice and... God, I loved her. Sanjira, um... She reminds me of my wife. And I don't even know if my wife was real. Um, that's an unnatural 20. I'm gonna drink again. Alright. Um, and I'm gonna be like... Oh, buddy. I know what you're going to try to say. I know you're going to try to cheer me up and say it's not all that bad or, you know, life's like a bowl of cherries and you only get to pop one once or whatever. That's, no, actually, I'm not. Um, Listen, Sanjaro, life's a bitch. Is this supposed to make me feel better? No. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't. It doesn't mean you shouldn't give up. Keep fighting for what you want. Fuck my entire f- damn village. That's some Blade Runner shit, Nick. Is dead. We've discussed it before, you and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what he just said is very Blade Runner. Sorry, there's an outgame conversation. No, no worries. My entire village was slaughtered, and I am a cursed chief. And I'm stuck with this burden. And I'm still here. I'm not dead. I'm still fighting for it. And just because everyone who you know and loved is dead doesn't mean you should stop trying. I'll drink to that. He goes and opens the bottle. And he just swigs the bottle. (laughs) Swigs it, swigs it, 
swoops in. I'm going to take it from him. <laughs> you take it from him, and he falls flat on the floor. Oh, no! Man, Frollo's not going to be happy. And uh, the barkeep comes back with his stool. Plop. Oh, looks like he fell down. Yeah. I hope he'll be uh, paying the tab. That's very expensive stuff. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have any money. <laughs> um, yeah. Of course, you have that 20 gold for the bottle. And since he um, already uh, put his lips on it, you know, it's yours. So I hope you've got the 20 gold to pay. Because, um... You don't have the 20 gold to pay, do you? <laughs> Doesn't look like I carry my money on me. Why wouldn't you do a bar? That's what he was paying. Well, you can always search him to see if he's got money. <laughs> can I do that? You can certainly try. Oh my god. Bar keeps just going to kind of turn away and just be like, oh, okay. That's an investigation, right? Uh, yep, 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 investigation. <laughs> um, so how much gold does he have on him, I wonder? Uh, that is... Uh, should have quite a bit, considering it. 19? From 19. Okay, okay, okay. And that should be enough. Give me some time to figure Oh yeah, you find a lot of gold on him. How much? Um, two hundred and fifty gold pieces. And that's just in the one pocket. Oh, fucking rolling! I mean, we all got rich people money now, pretty much. Don't don't hate me because you ain't me. Um, yeah, I'd like to us. obviously get the twenty out of his pocket and. Take an extra 15. Ooh. For. Make me deal with this. Okay. And especially you do, Sunshine that is theft. You do that. It's Sunjiro. That is it's theft. It's Sunjiro. It's Sunjiro. <laughs> Sun Alright, so add 15 gold to your personal inventory. And uh, you pay the barman uh, 20 gold. He says, Oh, thank you. Bottle's yours. Do with it what you please. Just uh, try not to do that again. It's very hard to come by this drink, even in the Feywild. Yeah, my apologies. He's kind of going through a, well, a moment. Well, I heard. Well, I heard. You hear it all the time. Young love and all that. And then sorrow and then dead people dying. You know. Yeah. Great world. Keep on turning. He gets it. <laughs> so, uh... You're good with the rest of the bottle, or would you like something to slush it down? Ugh. How much is left in the bottle? Eh. I'll just down it. <laughs> Burns like a mother. Roll. <laughs> you want me to roll for it? Roll. Okay. Um, that's an unnatural 25. All right, so you're basically giggling at this point, <laughs> and you're having yourself a good time, and Sanjiro is unconscious, completely unconscious. I'm going to be like, all right, buddy, thanks for the 
whatever this drink is. It's Green Fairy. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Like, I told you that, you Nimrod. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up Sanjir and like, night. Just oh, good my shoulder. <laughs> Alright, you do that. I won't even let you roll for strength just because he's completely unconscious and... To be fair, he's also pretty sloshed, though. Sorry, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Alright, strength check, please. If anything, maybe not even strength, but like... I don't know, acrobatics or something like that. <laughs> dexterity. dexterity to yeah. keep this fucking... Let's do that. Dexterity? Acrobatics. Yeah, dexterity. Sorry to side DM. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not that bad. That's a 17. Okay. I'll say that you're able to do it. So you're a little wobbly. Yeah, a little wobbly. It's kind of like being drunk on a cruise wobbly. ship. Um, whoa, whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't even start. It's not it's gonna, it's, 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 that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about getting stuck in my fucking head. Because <laughs> every time somebody sings that goddamn song, it gets stuck in my head and I can't stop singing it. Alright, so you take him up to the room and uh, we'll return to uh, Stoltis and uh, Scarlet. Did you want to give Sonny and Acorn oh. first just because they've been doing their thing? Or I mean, I, I'd say Casbus, but... I was going to say, sorry I was lame and went to bed early, but I feel like Casbus will be emotionally and like physically drained. I mean, you'll you'll have your chance. You'll yeah. have your chance. Oh, there's oh, plenty of torment coming your no. way. But I thought that if they want to do something together, maybe they could go first since Sunny was so helpful. I mean, Sunny? Um, I would say that we probably got back to the room and exactly what you guys were saying. We're just jumping Jumping on the bed and shit. Running around, playing tag. exactly sounds right. (laughs) Just being like, that feeling when you were younger, when your parents weren't like in the immediate vicinity or they like left you with your older sibling and... You're, like, doing crazy yes. shit. That's, like, basically where we're at. <laughs> but safely in the room. Like, we're not destroying anything. We're just All right. Um, so you're bouncing around, making a lot of noise, and hear a knock at the door. Oh, no. Who is it? It's the man from down the hall. Can you keep it down? <laughs> what do you mean, down? You're making a lot of noise, and I'm trying to sleep. Can you keep it down? Mm. No. <laughs> I'm going to report this to the innkeeper if this keeps up. So I'm asking you politely once again, can you please keep it down? God damn it, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Need a shower all the time. <laughs> So, um, 
So if you don't keep it down, I'm going to go to the innkeeper, and they're going to tell you to keep quiet. I mean, Caspis is right across the hall, right? Is he able to hear any of this? Uh, make a perception check. I mean, I'm sleeping. Do you want me to make a perception check? Because mm. my passive perception is 15. Oh, passive. I'm just trying to see if Nick wants to feel included because I feel bad. Oh, I'm perfectly fine with it. Like, it was my choice. I fully believe that he would go to sleep. But if you believe with a 15 passive perception, he would hear this and wake up. Because I absolutely don't want anyone yelling at my kids and I will fuck him up. I'd say that he's now yelling enough that it catches on to the 15. Okay, I would like to open the door and be like... Mage hand through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Like, as a mother, there is no such thing as sound sleep when you have children. Yeah, it's true. Excuse me? Just across the hall. What's going on? These children are making a lot of noise, and I try to get my sleep, and I've asked them politely three different times to please keep down their noise, and you see this... He looks I like would a, like to walk towards him and just kind of push him out of the way and open the like, door. I would like to describe that this gentleman oh, looks sorry. like a giant ogre, but he's not an ogre. He doesn't have any big teeth. He's blue. Oh. He's got a really big, pudgy belly. He's kind of a big Karen. <laughs> I, I would like to just kind of walk past him and open the door and be like, Sonny, Acorn, what's going on? Who said the door was Where's Scarlet? <laughs> Because Scarlet's supposed to be watching them. Mm-hmm. Would you yes. be? Would you be awake? Casper's is gonna give us a lecture because we went for a walk. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, Sunny Acorn, what's going on? What are you guys doing? We're just playing games until Scarlet gets back. Where? Where's Scarlet? She's what? on a walk with Staltis. Don't worry about it. Would I put anything together with that? Is it? Has it been obvious? <laughs> You're supposed to be watching the babies, not making That's babies, true. Scarlet. <laughs> when she was supposed to be watching you. I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> I have every right to worry about it. What? They're in love, She's mommy. In love They're person. in love. They're in love? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I guess everybody's going to know soon anyway. Yeah, pretty All much. Right. I guess. I guess that's understandable. Now, you guys were playing games, you said? Uh-huh. We were just playing tag and jumping up on the bed. It's, it's not like we were banging pots and pans or whatever. I could have been playing a tuba. <laughs> That's right, that. sir. She could be playing a tuba. Could be worse. She's just going to look at me I don't and, like, care if it could be any worse. I'm trying to get my sleep. And these kids... I would like to cast sleep on him. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I had it. I was thinking that. Do it. Uh, he has to make a... Oh, wait. No. No, I remember. No, you hold rolled on. dice. Yeah, hold on. I got to... Uh, won't Sunny also be in the radius for this and possibly Acorn? Uh, it's a short radius. Caspus <laughs> is accidentally in the radius too. <laughs> we come back. I, and I think we've established them. like your own spells don't affect you though, okay. like that. Uh, what, it's a twenty foot radius, and I would probably kind of position it to where it's away from them. Um, well, it, I thought it targeted the people with the lowest most hit points first. first. But it, if I, well, I thought it was if lowest I, first. If I fix, yeah, it is. So it, we would probably. I mean, I don't know how many HP. I could fix it to where like it's away from you guys. All like he's at the tail end of the oh, thing. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I wasn't sure if it was a radius coming from you or if it was. No, no, it's a radius that you choose within okay. um, ninety feet. Okay, so yeah, you could do that. Okay. Um, how many is it at first level? 5d8. 
Uh, we're about to take a long rest, so... Well, hopefully. So I'm going <laughs> to cast it at second level to make it 68. Okay. Um, oh, it's an additional 2d8 for every... So it's 5... Oh, wait, it's not even a d8. Two, oh my god, the tension. Four, <laughs> Is he gonna sleep? Five. He's not gonna sleep. Okay, so that's 8, 10, 14, uh, 16, 23, and then I have two more. 31. That'll do it. <laughs> All of a sudden, he starts. And I. <laughs> And he just sort of tumbles over and falls to the ground with this big old thump. <laughs> and he is just like dead asleep. Now try not to cause any more ruckus. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll wait here until they get back. No, it's okay. You can go back to your room. We'll be fine. Yeah, Mom. We'll be fine. We're just going to go to bed. I promise. You promise? I'm gonna kind of give you that that look. You promise. This little vine kind of comes down from under the door. And he says, "I think you promised, mommy." <laughs> Meanwhile, Sonny's got her back. I am absolutely back. going to. <laughs> All right, I will allow this, but I'll be keeping an ear out. Okay. Okay, mom. We'll be quiet. What's your word? Yeah. We will. I would like to walk back to my room. Um, you do that. Sonny would like to pull out that pen that she got back from Scarlet earlier. And, um, draw on the man's face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna say on his forehead, I'm a big fat meanie. As if I even look like this! <laughs> there it is, there's the, the standard Spongebob reference. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> you, you do that. And then I'm going to say, Alright, Acorn. Our job is done. I am tired. Finally. Let's go to sleep. Yeah, let's go to bed. We'll go to bed. Alright, you go to bed. Now. Heading back to uh, Stoltus and uh, Scarlet real quick. Yeah. On their uh, lovely walk. So I know we're in like kind of summer court area, but since everyone's getting ready for bed, is it like nighttime or is it still like day and kind it's of like weird? it's like twilight oh that's nice okay and outside the pixies are sort of finishing their nightly twirls and dances and resting in their mushroom and um tree carved homes little glowing lights are all around the grass mm. has a fresh do smell. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Man. There you go. <laughs> oh, hey, there's smallest bear. I'm not a bear, I'm a human. Oh, well, I'm a pretty big beaver then. <laughs> Sorry. It's another great movie if you haven't seen it. Oh, hey, hey, I can't go running. It'll give me cramps. <laughs> um, so... This is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she's very smiley the whole time. Like, just very happy. 
and that she thinks it's really cute that he's like awkward about it. I don't own this song, but this is love. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's Poor just like, he's just so lost for words. He's like, oh my God, did I just do that? <laughs> um, so she'll probably hang on to his arm a little bit so that she can walk with him. Um, so, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, was that too much, or, I mean, I, I know we've known each other for a little while now, and I, I just don't want to, I, I, You are really bad at this. Dingleberry. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience with expressing emotion to other people, so I, I do apologize for this mess. Nah, you shouldn't apologize. It's nice. So yeah. <laughs> You're so awkward! <laughs> you, 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 you do feel the same, right? It's, I'm not just reading into this. I think that's pretty obvious. I, okay. Screaming eternally. <laughs> so. I've only been singing like a million songs about you. It's gonna click. He's gonna be like, oh. Wow. I am sorry for being so oblivious. What did you think those songs were about? Pumpkins? I like pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I may be completely honest, I... I, I don't know. I, I always felt connected to you, even from the moment that I was ripped out of time. And... I'm sorry that you've been brought on to this vendetta of mine. I can make my own choices. Well, obviously, I wasn't implying that you aren't capable of taking care of yourself or anything. I just don't want anything to happen to you. I chose to go out on adventures. I chose to look for the heroes of Reinstall. And I chose to be with you. He's got like a stupid grin on his face. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I'm asleep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, what happens from here? I. Mm. I mean, I would kind of hope that we. Still start a revolution. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And that we keep our family together. And that 
that will just be together. Sonny's never gonna let me lay this down. Oh no. You really asked Sonny for help? Look, I I realize now that might not have been the smartest choice, but Casbah's probably wouldn't have been much help and he wouldn't have. You know, Sanjiro oh no. Wait, did I see Sanjiro? We were kinda Oh, yeah, I will argue that you didn't see Sanjiro. Okay, we were literally surrounded by flowers. That's right. Uh, he's going to be like, um, you know, uh, Sanjiro and I just started getting along. And I, I don't know. He, I mean, you, you seemed like you two were getting close. and. Well, of course I care about Sanjiro. He's a good person and a good friend. Like, you know there was never anything there, right? You made it hard to think otherwise sometimes. Uh oh. No. Uh, no, not in a bad way. Uh, there was. There was just. <laughs> At this point, you could see. Outside. No, Tyler, that was her asking. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is. Okay, but that's honestly Stalton's first song's gonna be like, um, well, I think the inn is back that way. Oh. Where are we? song for him, but I really don't feel vocally capable to sing today. Um, so I, I don't know if we could try splicing it in, or... I'll try to work some. We can try to work it out. Um, but 
There's another song that she wrote for Sculptus, so I think she would probably play that for him. Yay! Um, and it's very sweet. So, but uh, it talks about her feelings for him, and I have like all the lyrics and stuff. I can share them, but we'll probably just splice it in because even with Benadryl, your girl's throat is not feeling great today. So mm-hmm. I just don't want to try to ruin it because it's probably my favorite song that I've written. So since I pre-recorded it. Sorry to not be authentic to our listeners, but um, I'm just gonna look for that just so people get the um, like the mood right. But yeah, so she'll play her song for him. I don't know what you are to me. Fate or luck or destiny, but by your side and in my dreams, music plays on my heartstrings. A revolution has begun. Who knows what waits in the next chapter in the world and in my heart? Perhaps a happily ever after. All of the dangers we face, the beat of my heart races. I keep wanting to say to you, they're not what makes me afraid. Something inside of me's changed, where once nothing grew, something begins to bloom in sickness and in health in darkness and in light you give me a strength a reason to fight you are my hope you are my peace you are the roots you're grounding me all of the dangers we face the beat of my heart races i keep wanting to say to you they're not what makes me afraid something inside of me's changed where once Nothing grew, something begins to bloom. Branches reaching across time, a lily blossoms in your embrace. You're the one I'm meant to find, and I finally know my place. All of the dangers we face, the beat of my heart races. I keep wanting to say to you, they're not what makes me afraid. Something inside of me's changed, where once nothing grew. Something begins to bloom Where once nothing grew A love begins to bloom And, uh, yeah, here it is. So, I'll post that in the group chat. 
But the whole thing about the end of it is that um, is that a love begins to bloom is like the last line of the song. So it's, it's her way of telling her him that she loves him. So. Aww. Yeah. Cute. It is pretty cute. Okay. But yeah, I would want to do that before heading back. Okay. We'll probably <clears throat> try to dance with her again. Aww, sweet. Not very well, but he'll try. That'll and, be cute. And then we'll head back, I guess. Alright. You head back. Everything is nice and quiet. Everything's winding down. Uh, Stoltus, you head to your room where Casbus is. Is this guy still laying in the hallway? <laughs> yeah, there is, there is a guy that is laying in the hallway with drawings all over his face and one big sentence that says, I'm a big fat meanie. <laughs> Who could have done that? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Stoltus is audibly gonna groan about it. Just like, mm. What did they do? Because I would, would I recognize Sonny's handwriting? Oh, yes. This is Telltale Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> she probably signed her fucking It says, Sonny was here. <laughs> I am a big fat meanie. Signed Sonny. I never should have given the pen back. <laughs> well, we never should have left them alone. Oh, no. Well, I hope for your sake the room is still in peace. Um, yeah. It'll be okay. It's gonna be like, Syria will understand because she is a mom, but like when your kid's been absolutely insane all day, and then you look in on, on them sleeping and they just look so sweet. That's basically, Acorn and I are just gonna be cuddled up. Aww. Oh, cute. Oh, we didn't do anything. We're so innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's this big fat blue man sitting outside <laughs> the room. Oh my god, he is a he's a blue meanie! It's <laughs> <laughs> the yellow submarine <laughs> reference. Uh, oh. But uh yeah, Stoltz will probably take Scarlet's hand, give her give it a squeeze, and then just you know, wish her good night and She'd oh. wanna give him a kiss on the cheek because it'd be uh, sweet. No. Oh, do I still get to keep the roses? Sure. Excellent. <laughs> Alright. So, Stoltus, you go to bed. And you see Casbis is fast I'm probably asleep. half awake, and when he walks in, I'll be like, Have fun? Yeah. Sorry about leaving the kids alone. Oh, it's 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 cool. Um, I had to put that guy to sleep, though. <laughs> did you see what Sonny did to him? What? <laughs> <laughs> His eyes fell like so good. <laughs> you what? <laughs> What'd she do? Um, she left her mark. <laughs> what? Like, like what? Please tell me he's alive. Oh no, he's fireball. Stealth <laughs> <laughs> so quickly realizes like, I didn't check. <laughs> I feel like I would probably be attending to the guy in the hallway before bothering Sunny, cause. I feel responsible, and I can. And would I be able to recognize he's been put to sleep with magic? Ah, uh, make an arcana check. All right. Put the thing back where it came from. So. Bum bum bum. <laughs> okay. So what? What did she do? Um. Eighteen. 
You do recognize this as the effects of a sleep spell. Is she just referred to him as a big dumb meanie? Oh, like drawing? Yeah. That sounds like her. <laughs> nothing nothing permanent, I hope. <laughs> Can I use my disguise kit because it includes cosmetics, hair dye, and small props? Can I use like the makeup to cover up some of the uh, <laughs> writing? He's going to wash his face. <laughs> <laughs> you can certainly try. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to kind of just give him a little bit of a makeover. Okay, so... Give me a big makeover. Oh, do you have blue makeup? It's It just says cosmetics and hair dye and such to change um, She could always appearance. get some of Sunny's paints. <laughs> and I'm, I'm proficient with the disguise Big kit. fat meanie! <laughs> yeah, I'm proficient with the disguise kit, too, so... I will say that it takes you a little while to, like, um... Get the right shade of blue, but you just like humming in the hallway, like applying makeup to this big blue guy. Thank God everybody else is asleep and does not notice that you are sponging a guy with blue makeup. Eventually, you get to cover you cover up all the marks, and it looks very good. Excellent, thank you. And And then I would like to step over his unconscious body because I don't care that much. I would like to try to like. Sneak in the door without Sunny or Acorn noticing. Okay. Make a stealth check then. That is a nat one. Oh no. Mm. Alright. <laughs> so the door kind of creaks. But I'll rule that since Acorn and uh, Sunny are kind of deep asleep, they just kind of, you know... Twitch, and then roll over and back to snuggling and cuddling. That's up to you. Do Do you think you'd be awake? Are you waiting for Scarlet to come home? I feel like she would be on alert waiting for her to come home because... And I got a nat one opening the door. It's not going to be anything crazy. Basically like Oakley, like when he's like about to fall asleep, but then you guys like get back on a walk or something. And he goes... (laughs) Sunny's basically going to just like rub her eyes. And say, Scarlet, you're back. And then just like lay back down and go to sleep. I'm gonna kind of like ruffle her hair a little bit. And yeah, I'll uh, get in the bed. I will inform you that the room does have a mirror and a wash basin in the shape of a bird bath. Okay. Um, Well, I'll probably like wash off my face or whatever and like get into a nightgown of some kind and. Um, I'm gonna like brush my hair and stuff before bed, you know. Okay. All that nice stuff. We so, all get a long rest for that now. Yep, everybody taking long rest. And uh, if you'll uh, excuse me for saying this, could everybody except uh, Casbus oh, no. head upstairs, please? Oh boy! Oh. Marvelous! <laughs> so I gotta head upstairs now? I'm sorry, but yes, okay. please. Oh no. I I have an idea of what this might be. <laughs> uh can I I I'll just use the upstairs bathroom if that's alright. Oh yeah, that's fine. So ready. 
So, Mr. Butler. Ah, Mr. Grouse. Here, do you want me to come closer that way? Oh, yeah, sure. Talk louder. Alright, I'm coming. Oh, jeez. Oh, Lord, he coming. Alright, what's the stitch? <clears throat> Alright. So, in the night, you dream. You dream of being back home with the king as the oh. court magic advisor. Oh, shit. But instead of the way it used to be, you're now holding your new scepter in hand. The king is crowning you with a special award, a golden token for your magnificent work in the magical arts. All the while this is happening, you recognize a figure among the uh, court advisors. Who is this figure? You recognize him as the store man who I figured gave you exactly the staff. what I thought this was going to be about. It is, in Shit. fact, Legant. And he, during the ceremony, comes close to you and he says, It's a wonderful staff you have there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. You need to finish paying for it, though. At that point, like, would it kind of snap in, like, who this person is? Yeah, you kind of realize, is he talking to me as a dream, or is he literally in my dream? My face would probably just go deadpan serious and be like, what is it that you need? I just need you to play a little prank. You'll find a little hammer under your pillow. I want you to go into room number four. Oh, no. Room number seven, I mean. And I want you to smash the mirror for me. The mirror? Why? Just to play a little prank. I think it would be funny to see somebody's face fractured in a mirror. Wouldn't you agree? Is this all that you need? For now. <clears throat> you said I would have to do one favor. If this is your favor... I never said one favor. I said you would owe me a favor. A favor. A favor, and I tell you when the favor is done. This is only a part of your payment. Unless, of course, you want me to take the staff back along with something else. The staff no longer looks like a crown. You look at it, and instead it has the face of a skull. And you notice that your hand is starting to decay and wither and turn to bone. And it is rising up your elbow, the cold. I'll do it. Good. He snaps his fingers. Everything returns normal. Best get on it right now. Don't want to disturb the benefits of good sleep. All right. I'll do it. All right. And I'll make sure you're not caught either. <laughs> and with that, the dream dissipates. And you now awake in your bed. It is still the twilight night of... The summer court, and indeed, you find under your pillow a small ball peen hammer, including the key to room seven. Okay, um, I would because he said I can't be caught, and I would like to walk towards the room. You do that, and I will quietly unlock it. Okay, you do that. And um, I'm. Can I? Can I see the mirror? You see it's the like, mirror very plainly. It is hanging over 
a water fountain. I would like to cast Mage Hand and grab the hammer with Mage Hand and kind of smash it in. Like you do that, outside. the mirror shatters and fractures. And you notice little droplets of gooey stuff start to come out the mirror as well. Oh no! Oh yes. Oh no! Knowing that you have... On the one hand, you feel terrible for what you've just done, but on the other hand, there's a little bit of exhilaration. And now you just really want to get back to your staff and hold it close to you. Your precious, precious staff that you've worked so hard to pay off for. You run back to your room. You fall asleep like nothing ever happened. And the hammer disappears. Can everybody please come back downstairs, please? We're just talking about life and shit. Uh, Definitely, I'm yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Nothing at all. Happened. For our demise. We'll find out when we listen later. God. But for now, we're not in the know, so the reactions will be authentic. So, can everybody roll a d20 for me? Just a straight d20. Just a straight d20. Just Nothing to see who wakes up first. Nat 20! Yeah, 20. That's a 9 for me. 9. 6. Five. 5. I am tired. 5. I'm a little... I'm a little... Five. Okay. I didn't okay. like this. I mean, I prefer rolling real dice, but... Yeah. Hey, you can go in and do, like, uh, X amount of D6s or whatever, too. Yeah, yeah, you can just click on it multiple times and get multiple dice. That's pretty cool. Right. I think it's traditional to, to do it with normal. Okay. Yeah, like so, Sunny, you're the first to wake up. <laughs> Scarlet's just passed out next to you. Scarlet is still asleep, and so is... Acorn. Acorn. In fact, um, you and Sanjiro, as a matter of fact, both wake up at the same time. Then Acorn will be right after you. Um... I mean, I don't think Sunny would leave the room without anyone else. She'd probably get up and start painting quietly to herself. Okay. She goes that Scarlet got in late. <laughs> okay. You do notice something uh, funny about uh, the room mirror. Can I look at it closer? Mm-hmm. Well, it's pretty obvious it's been broken. Oh. Oh. Eternal screaming! <laughs> What's so going on? I was just gonna say, well, that's the mirror weird. in mine and Sunny's room is broken. What the fuck? The mirror that I was looking into and brushing my hair in before I went to bed. Can I tell, like, how, like. It looks like in the center of the mirror something may have hit it and caused it to break and fracture. From our side, like, though, like, it was clearly. It was clear, it's clear that someone stood in front of the mirror and hit it. With something. Then wouldn't you have heard it? Right, that's what she's thinking to herself, is why didn't I hear this? Like, Who knows? Um, well, I know. <laughs> upon seeing that, I think that Sunny would go over to Scarlet and just kind of do that, like, nudge on her shoulder and say, Scarlet! Scarlet, wake up! Do you wake up? I don't know if you're allowing me to wake up because I rolled a five. <clears throat> I'll say if she's uh, disturbing you, 
um, that you do kind of wake up with a start. Do you know what happened to the mirror? I didn't hear anything, but it's here. What are you talking about? It's broken. I would like to look at the mirror. You look at the mirror. (laughs) And what you see is a grisly reminder of the night previous. Oh. Not only is the mirror broken, but all of a sudden you see the fractures, the oozing silver mercury-like substance. You're suddenly back right at the wedding and in the back of your head you can hear you did this to me um I would like to faint <laughs> um, Sonny would like to try to catch her not sure how that's gonna go <laughs> um, this is some I am your angel of music <laughs> bullshit <laughs> make a sleight of hand check I will say oh no yeah I would full on faint like, I probably stood up to go look at the mirror and immediately just... Seventeen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm enjoying my devious machinations. Forgive me. Of course you do. I'm uh, scared. Able... I'm giggling out of nervousness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giddy. <laughs> because I'm a sick fuck. <laughs> for consent before any bad stuff happens or may happen or whatever. So he was a good person. I don't want anyone to think I'm like... This is true. I always oh, we signed for up for this. You fucking sociopath. But he actually went like above and beyond to make sure I would be okay. So this is okay. So okay. with a 17, you're able to catch her and make sure she doesn't hurt herself on the fall down. Acorn kind of stirs next and says, What's going on? I don't know, Scarlet just fainted. The mirror's broken, and for some reason that made her fall? What? The mirror's, the mirror's broken? She fell? Maybe the mirror's cursed or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it down. And he, like, pulls at the mirror and sets it aside. Little shards of glass tumble out, and he just sets it down on the floor, tries to pick up the scrapes and, you know, toss them in a waste paper basket. And he comes over and he says, you know, is she breathing? I think so. I'm going to go get Stoltis. Good plan. All right. He's Hurry. Gonna, all right. And he's going to open the door and... Stoltis! Stoltis! When I wake up to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both awake and roll out of bed and uh, open the door. Stoltis, please hurry. What's up? What's going it's on? Scarlet. She fainted. Oh, I'm absolutely also wrong. <laughs> Move, wooden child. <laughs> Move, tree boy. And, uh, yeah. Rush into the room. And... I mean, luckily you guys are just across the hall, yeah. so... You walk, you run into the room, and you see Sunny holding Scarlet. She is pale, she has fainted, and she looks as if she's in a state. Uh... You notice as well that, um... There are little shards of glass on the floor as well. Um, I would like to first, like, check to make sure she's, like, breathing and, uh... Make a medicine check. Okay. Because it's like, oh my god, my love killed her! That would suck. Medicine. I get plus five to medicine, so that's a 17. Alright. She's breathing. 
And obviously she's had a bit of a shock. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so I can tell she's like, she like passed out. She's unconscious, right? Yes. But I have, let me make sure. I've got my herbalism kit. Based on my medicine knowledge that I picked up growing up, um, would I have any herbs in my uh, kit that could be used essentially as like smelling salts? Sure, I'll allow it. Cool. I would like to take something out and like crack it like around her nose or whatever to see if it would help wake her up. All right. Um, you That's do medicine. that. Um, Scarlet, I want you to make a Constitution saving throw. I will say that if you low, roll on the low end, um, the, it won't be effective. But if you roll on the high end, it will be effective. So that's how we're going to run this. Back me on my own character page, so please give me two seconds. I'm sorry. No worries. Take your time. It's loading. Why are you sleeping? <laughs> Four. Oof. Four. Uh, it was a two, and I have a plus two, so yeah, it's a four. She's not waking up. Uh oh, panic is starting to settle in a little bit. What happened? She just looked at the mirror. Sunny said something about she looked at the mirror, and it caused her to faint. I would like to investigate the mirror. Mm, the mirror's been put on the side of the room. Uh, right next to the door. I would just like to look at it, like get close to it and make sure there's no like magical... It is broken. The mirror has been... It looks like somebody has taken a, a blunt object and just smashed the center of the mirror, causing radial fractures to surround Cass the mirror. Cass would probably go up to Scarlet and try to help All get right. her awake. Actually, oh, idea. Can I... um. Because prestidigitation, I can cause a smell. Can I make the smell of smelling salts to try to knock her out? Like, <laughs> knock her up. <laughs> but, like, to, you know, kind of, you know, yeah, her wake her up. And... Okay. So I would um, like to do that. Okay, I'll allow that. Um, Scott, make another constitution saving throw. Because my herbs are good enough. <laughs> 11. Okay. I will say that is enough to get you to loosely wake up. You smell this very strange burning smell in your nose, and it causes you to sort of awake a little bit, take a deep breath, and the room is still spinning, and your heart's still mm -hmm. fluttering. Yeah, I feel like I sit up sharply and then just kind of promptly lay back down, but I'm still awake, but like... Scarlet, what happened? Um, do I know what happened? Make a history check. Okay, I rolled a 10. Let me see my plus. 13. You recall Sunny waking you up, something about the mirror, and then everything went black. What? What's going on? That's what we're trying to figure out. You are you okay? Do I feel okay? You feel a little faint. 
not nothing feverish, but you feel like you've had a bit of a scare, but you don't r- remember exactly why. I, um, I think I'm okay. Um, wow, I'm sorry. I don't remember what happened. Is there any indication or anything directly in the room that stands out that could have been used as that blunt object? Make an investigation check. That's an eight. Nothing really stands out. There's not really, from what you can tell based on the object of impact, it seems to be small and um, narrow-headed, and none of the objects in the room seem to indicate um, that sort of object was in here. You see the viol, you see the loot. These are all very big, wide-based items, most of them. What you're looking at here is something almost blunt and very small. think just for the sake of stability and whatnot. Do you think that the the ogre man was pissed off? Maybe. I would like to cast mending to put the people together. Alright, you do that. It's able to fix itself properly. Okay. Does that do anything to me? Um, you, you are starting to feel just a little bit better okay. now that you're away. You're still a little shaky, but other than that, you're starting to recover a little bit. Did you say she was reminded of the mercury-like substance, or was that actually, like, there now? Um, nobody else could see the mercury substance except for okay. her. Basically, gentleman blood. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I was... Um, <clears throat> maybe this is a sign that we should get out of here, get what we need to get done, and find our way back home. I feel like I'm just really out of it still, and like I'm just I have like a really confused look on my face, like I'm trying to think of what caused me to faint, but I can't really remember. I would like to go over to Acorn and Sunny, and especially Acorn, I want to um, ask him if he slept okay. Yeah, Mom, I slept alright. Why? Just making sure. Okay. I just don't understand how I didn't hear the mirror break. Wouldn't that have been loud enough for me to hear? Yeah, I could have sworn I heard something too. But I didn't. So, I don't know how that could have happened. Maybe one of my seed pods accidentally did it and I just didn't notice. I mean, we would we would see it see but I don't think you did the same one. Can I look at my own hands? Alright. You look at your hands. 
Do they seem normal? They do. Well, perhaps Sultus is right. Perhaps we should get out of here. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, let's get out of here. This is getting creepy. I would, uh, Stultus would like to offer his hand to help Scarlet up. Uh, she'll, she'll take it, even though it's still really hard for her to stand up, I think. Okay. Well, I, I know you guys like to play your music and paint in the morning, but I think... We should skip that this morning. I think so too. I think it's time to go. We should probably go get Please Rio and Sanji are too consumed or assuming they're not <coughs> killing each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <coughs> Alright. <coughs> so you walk out of the room, and you notice that Sanjiro is already heading downstairs um, to the lower levels of the end, to the, um, the entryway. Mm -hmm. He's alone. Oh. Of course. Uh, good morning, Sanjiro. He doesn't reply. He's puffing down the stairs. I'm, like, leaning on Stoltus a bit for support. Mm -hmm. Um... That was weird, right? I'd say so. Sanjiro, where are you going? He's already gone down the stairs before you can ask any more questions. I mean, she'll still say it, though, because she's, like, Loopy. concerned. I getcha. And out of it. And, like, it's kind of a delayed reaction. Um, yeah, I guess we'll knock on Blaze Rail's door, too, because... Don't get him up. They slept in the same room. I know, but we saw Sanjiro, but not Blaze Rail. Alright, Blaze Rail, you hear a knock at the door. Wake your bitch ass up! Why are you guys waking me up? What's going on? It's time to go. No. Now! Oh, <laughs> Um, I'd like when to... When you guys, like, yell, I feel like Scarlet's gonna tense up a little bit. Yeah, Kazbis very... Unlike himself is gonna yell that. Yeah, that probably made Stoltz jump a little bit, too. Like... I'm gonna kind of stumble over myself and just open the door like, What's going on? We gotta go. We have stuff to do. No? No. Yes, no. Okay, I'm gonna get my axe. And I'm gonna go grab it from the side of the bed and right. walk out with him. You notice that uh, Sanjiro's already gone. I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Oh. Angsty, let's do this. I didn't even have a rough time. <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll head downstairs then. Alright, you head downstairs. The innkeeper is first to meet you and he says, Oh, excuse me, sirs. I, I hate to disturb you all, but... um." The, uh, one of your members of the party, he's at the bar again. I'll go get him. Again? He was down here last night, according to our, our bartender, Mathu Matthias. Um, he had, uh, drank himself into quite a bit of a stupor. We need everybody to be in sound mind right now. I, I'll go get him. Uh, if All you right. guys want to finish getting ready to go. I'll go with you. 
I was up with I since I was already done with him last I'll, night. I guess I'll watch Sunny and Actually, Aaron. how about you all stay here and I'll go get him? Okay. Okay. I would like to go down and get him. Alright, you go to the bar and you see Sanjiro is already demanding, you know, a big, hefty farmer's mason jar of Sanjiro, whiskey. Sanjiro, knock it off! Who the hell are you to tell me what to do? We have shit to do and we have to go now. I'll be ready after a couple of drinks. No, you're ready now. No, I'm not. I would like to cast Maytan to put the lid on the fucking drink and walk up to him and take it. You can bring it with you, but you are not drinking right now. Let's go. I'm not asking. Unless you want to be left here for good. Maybe that kind of talk will work on your little shrub of a child, but it's not going to work on me. Excuse me? Oh, no. You heard what I said, you little midget. Do we hear this from outside? Yeah, do we? Yeah, he's talking pretty loudly. Okay. Somebody's like going to run in. Did you just call him a midget? Oh, oh shut up. Sonny, I'm going to run into Did you tell me to shut up? I'm telling you all to shut up. You know what? He's not worth it. Let's just leave him. I agree. We should have done it a long time ago. No. We're we're family. We're supposed to stay together. What's He's happening? no family. Family doesn't insult other family. He doesn't care about us. I don't know what the hell kind of family you're all from. I'd like to walk in and stand next to some germ like, what the fuck is your problem now? What the fuck is your problem stealing about 35 gold from me from last night? I had to pay for the drink that you... Down. Yeah, it, well, you should have paid for it out of your own pocket, not steal it from out of mine. You know what? I would like to take 35 gold out of my pocket, I was throw it at him, <laughs> and walk away. Thank you, that's exactly what I was checking to see if I had gold for. <laughs> Why are you doing this? We're leaving. This? He kind of looks over at you, and then he stops. He says... I'd like to add I look very sad. Get them puppy dog eyes. Yep, going. them big brown puppy dog eyes. Here, take it. Pay for the drink. Keep the bottle. Alright, let's go. Where do you think you're going? Not with us. Sonny, we need everybody we can. We don't need someone that doesn't need us. I'm sorry. I'm... You're just mad because Scarlet doesn't love you. Oh! That's gonna break a nerve. Oh. Damn, Sunny! <laughs> she said, I'm kidding, she has murdered people. <laughs> Sick burn. And I'm just gonna go, what? Alright. She's just crossing her arms and looking at Sanjiro. Sunny knows all. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're right. Maybe I did kind of love her. Maybe she does remind me of a wife I may or may not have had. Maybe I'm just concerned for her. Maybe I'm just being a selfish pig. I don't know. Definitely the last one, if nothing else. Sunny. She's not wrong. Casbus, I'm honestly sorry. It's beneath me to insult another man like that. Shove it. Casbus, what is your problem? Go to a midget. 
he insulted me, and we need to go now. Mom, we're are you okay? Too, we're wasting too much time. Yes, Acorn, I'm okay. Okay. Oh, the red flag is popping up. Mm-hmm. It's not much normal of you to slash out like that. Yeah, just... Maybe I'm just sick of everything going on. Okay. I could really. Alright, well, I guess we better get going. Scarlet, are you, are you alright? No, I'm not. Sorry if I've caused any pain. Hopefully I can make it up. <coughs> Hopefully. He's going to stuff his I'm not heart. your dead wife. But I thought you were my friend. He's not going to say anything. Just look no, very I'm more incredibly disappointed with you. And I would like to leave the bar. Mm-hmm. I want dress to, in a huff. I want to run up to Scarlet and grab her hand and walk with her, like, in support. Mm-hmm. I'm father mad at Sanjiro. <laughs> Sonny's just like, all men are dicks. Like, <laughs> like, the fact that Sanjiro would think that Scarlet would be okay with that kind of behavior just because she didn't return his feelings, like... Milady? That's yeah, not how you. That's not how you show that you care about someone. It's the fucking Snape calling Lily a mudblood thing all over again. It's like, oh, and then he gets all mad that she chooses James, and it's like, you this I tried on yourself, to stick probably. up for you. Yeah, I tried to stick up for you, and you spat in my face. So, yeah, not happy Scarlet. I'm very mad, actually. Very mad, very flustered, very faint. Uh, actually, as I leave... Can I cast Shatter and shatter the glasses in the bar? Ooh. Do it. Like, like all of the drinks, too? So, uh, possibly. It depends when we see what it says. Sweet. But I'm literally so angry that I feel like you can feel it. So I want to be able to do that. So, um, so yeah, basically I'm so angry that it's like there's a loud ringing noise that's painfully intense. Uh, it erupts from a point of my choice within range, and each creature within a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw, uh, blah, blah, blah. But I wouldn't be trying to actually hurt anyone. Um, it says that a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried takes the damage if it's in the spell's area. So that would include, like, the glasses and the bar itself, which right. would be, like... Uh, thankfully, at this point, the bartender's kind of left the table to attend, left the bar to attend another table, and uh, all of a sudden, this high ringing pitch sort of resonates in all the glasses. It's as if a million uh, crystal glasses start to uh, sing all at once at various pitches, and then just a crescendo of. (laughs) 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 That's the eighteen twelve overture. Which is no copyright, as I know. So we can use it however the hell we want. Oh yeah, so go that's, that's all stuff old enough to where it's before, like it's already past the uh, the whatever law. Mm-hmm. Right, the public, public domain. domain. Yeah, nice. The eighteen twelve overture is public domain. Uh, anyway, <laughs> everything so shatters. Once, once I see her 
walking out, storming out, and all this shit's going on, I'm probably gonna go back and grab Acorn and Acorn's hand since Sunny's with her and kind of pull him to go away. Acorn's gonna look at you and say, Mom, are you sure you're okay? I'll be fine. But are you fine? We've got a job to do. That's true, but you're not acting like yourself. I'll, um, I'm sorry, I'll try to be more myself. This is the worst morning ever. Oh. oh. My heart, my heart is broken now. Shit. Alright, so everybody leaves the bar. Sanjiro's a little soaked in bits of glass and liquor. I probably am too because I was right next to him. I think before walking out of the bar, Stalls is going to be like staring at Sanjiro and he's just going to be, he's just going to say, please real, hmm? one moment please. With you and Sanjiro, Sanjiro please. Alright, I'm going to start walking out. My man's going to be fighting. <laughs> it, 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 I think it's going to be one of those like heavy silences and he's mm-hmm. just, what's going to happen now? Especially between you and I. Look, I don't harbor any ill feelings toward you. Honestly, I don't. It's just... Who the hell am I? What the hell am I supposed to do? I don't have an answer to that. I don't think anyone does. I don't even have an answer. But right now, you are part of this... Motley crew, we call it family. Uh-huh. <laughs> you done? <laughs> it's been very serious. Sorry. So, I'm sorry. And I just need to know that while I have your back, you have mine. I'll keep to that. I'll be very sure to stay with you and try to protect you and everyone. And again, I'm sorry for my behavior. It's it's unbecoming. And I disgrace myself. Just do better. That's all I can ask. Thank you. Ooh. I'm sorry, out game. I feel like Dark Stultus probably would have slipped a little bit there. Because mm-hmm. his initial thought, I don't think he would have said it out loud. You made Scarlet cry. No, I honestly <laughs> think that there would have been that internal thought of like, and if you hurt her, I will put you down. Ooh. But he's not, I don't think he's going to say that audibly out loud. I think but he's you want to acknowledge the fact that he's thinking yeah, it. Yeah, well, cool. it because I, I do feel like that, you know, there something mm-hmm. has there has been a switch that's been turned mm-hmm. and it's slowly getting to him, I think. But he won't say it out loud. It's it's something he's going to keep to himself. And he's going to turn around and walk Here for out. this character development. Thank you. I notice she's not in the room with him when he's mm-hmm. getting these... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here for it. Alright. Yep, outside. Alright. At night. <laughs> 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 you said we're outside now? Yes. Um, I'd like to step away from everyone for a second there, and I'm going to be like, 
Because I'm still covered with alcohol, right? Yeah. Are you going to try to like burn it off with your fire? Alright, I'm actually here for it. That's a really good idea. I was thinking about it because... Burning off the alcohol. From but I was, I was thinking... Because when all of the alcohol went on me, but then again, the entire place would burn down at that point. But, um, yeah, I'd like to cast Burning Hands and basically just go across my arms and have it engulf. Yeah, evaporate it. Yeah, basically. Alright, you do that. And the alcohol... Like hmm? That's pretty good, actually. The mixture of different alcohols leaves, like, a, a blue-tinted flame. Ooh! I like One that. One of those very thin, almost invisible kind of blue petrol flames. Nice. That eventually just sort of whisk off your flesh. All right, so you've all gathered together outside, and you're on your way to... Yes. Can I have updated my flower crown with the roses that Stoltis gave me the night before? Well, oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. I like that you're actually wearing, like, flowers or... Er, yeah, rose, rose. Man, I'm asking for this shit. I'm terrible. I didn't ask to get made. I never asked to be a sprout. <laughs> I was a seed. Yeah, I'm not a bud, I'm a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like there is some anger radiating off of Scarlet a bit, and that, like, she's still holding Sunny's hand and it's okay, but she's not even looking in any direction that Sanjiro is in right now. Oh, yeah, Casus is done with him for a while. I think the only person that isn't is technically me. Like, she can't... She can't Ironic! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she cannot bear to look at him right now, so she is just gonna ignore it. I'm trying to keep him alive, damn it. Alright, so, you're walking. And, um... Didn't I give you... Didn't I... Didn't I give you directions as to... Where we go, I'm trying to remember. Yes, yes, you told us to find... The spear. Well, no, we had, we were going to find the gold dust woman. Yes. And, like, there was a specific, like, path we had to follow to get to, like, what was it, a tree? Like, a specific tree or something? Yeah, some sort of, like, weird tree, and then we're supposed to go past that tree. Yeah. And okay. that we would find her there. Okay. So, I will say, without trying to recall all the different directions you had to take, I will say that you know where you're supposed to go, roughly, <laughs> and that time. you eventually walk through the Summer's Court and out into the wilds of the Feywild. And time seems very shifty, as it always does mm. in this world. Has it been five minutes, five months, five years? Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you come across sort of an open plain. And in the center of that plain is an old tree. It's a little shriveled. Um, has very sparse leaves on it. And you all suspect that this is the tree that, you know, this is the tree where Shalf the Hid. Pop goes the thistle. Does it look, um, like would I recognize it because of how familiar I am with Shalfa, or...? There are axe marks, it looks like, marked into the tree, sort of like an 
X marks the spot. Because this would be like a like a mecca to me, probably like a pilgrimage. Like I adored Shautha and her crew, so some of them more than others. So on closer inspection of the tree, there are also what there appears to be a small little purple paw print as well. Um, yeah, that is gay as fuck. I love it. They were hella gay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were lesbian lovers. <laughs> <sighs> so this is the place where shot the head, pop goes the thistle. I just want to like put my hand on the tree like very lightly. Just like, wow. Um, can you roll d d20 for me real quick? Yeah. Your life force is sapped from your body. You fall <laughs> down the ground. Roll a new character. I, um, you... Hang on, we'll get there. Um, a 16? Okay, so you touch the tree, and it's kind of like in The Princess Bride, where you're not really exactly sure what you're touching, and then all of a sudden you hear a chunk, <gasps> and something like, kind of tumbles down yeah, under the tree. Yeah, I kind of inhale, like, very quickly, like... Something kind of tumbles and then hits the bottom of the tree, and you notice that there's like a sort of a cropping in between the roots under the stump, um, and like you to... see a little bit of dust kind of puff out from that little crevice. Okay, I'd like to bend down and inspect it. You inspect it. There appears to be a box. A box. What <coughs> box? What's in the box? Who knows? What does the box look like? The box is uh, sort of made out of ornate sandalwood. It doesn't have a lock on it, just a very ornate little clasp. Um, I feel like my curiosity would get the better of me without even thinking about it that I would just open the box. There are three things inside the little box. There is a golden compass. There is a small metal plate with words inscribed on it. And what appears to be a metal tube. What does the plate say? The plate is written in a very strange dialect. uh, Do you speak Sylvan? I do. I speak Elvish, Sylvan, and Common. Well, in the Sylvan language, this uh, plate says Greenhaven. Hmm. Do I recognize any of the other things in the box? You recognize the golden compass, as one report from the book said that uh, for Shafa, did trust did trek the woods with the aid of a golden compass given by the summer's court in which it would point to any direction it need be. Hmm. As for the metal tube, it's a bit unclear what this may be. I'd like to, well, I'd I'd like to pick up the compass because I feel like that is more important to me, especially since I recognize it. Um... And just kind of like stare at it. It's a very gorgeous, very ornate golden compass. And um, what are you thinking of right now? What is the most prized thing you are thinking of at this moment? Would probably be Stoltus. <laughs> 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 I 
And Stoltis, where are you in regards to, uh... I mean, probably pretty close by. Probably to the left or so. The arrow is very poignantly pointing at Stoltis. Um, well, I would, like, go to turn in that direction, and then I would realize that Stoltis was there, and be like, oh. Do I remember, like... Would I have read anything about, like, how the compass works? Um, you get the feeling that if you focus on something intensely with your heart, it will point in that direction. My face would probably get really red. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I would actually probably look over at Stoltis, and I would ask... What's Greenhaven? Do I remember, or do I know what Greenhaven is? Make a make a history check. Hey Tyler. Hmm. By the way, when this was going on, can I um? It's a nineteen. I'm right. sorry. I'll get you in just a sec. Seventeen. Um, can I see like? I'm still be able, able to see all the mark like the X with the X print. Very deep cuts. Can I see how um like how big of an axe would it be compared to mine? It would be roughly the same size. Okay, I'd like to um kind of say Stoltis and Scarlet. Man, whoever wielded this axe was a very strong warrior. Um, Stoltis, Greenhaven doesn't ring any bells. Okay. He's just kind of, kind of, no clue, and I don't remember anything about Green. What about the tube? Why would, why would she leave this here? I mean... Do I recognize the tube for what I think it is? You do recognize it as that one particular weapon that Shaltha had that emitted a blade as bright as the sun. Staltus would like to take the tube, and he's like, this was one of her less used weapons, and I think I would like to try to activate it. <laughs> Stolt is gonna get to wield the lightsaber! <laughs> I don't know why she would have left this here. I'm probably looking at it like, what the fuck? Oh, you're making... Yeah. <laughs> what color was her lightsaber? Yellow. Mm-hmm. Yellow. Although you notice now, as you hold it in your hand, the blade has gone white. Oh. He's gonna look at it. That's not right. Maybe this isn't hers. What is that? It's some kind of energy weapon. She rarely used it, but when she did, it was... I thought that she used an axe. Caspis looking at that would be like all up in the gas. He'd be like trying to reach out and touch it. Are you gonna actually touch it? Yes. Like the blade itself? No, not the blade! You would have touched that. Oh, sure. <laughs> Fire hot. <laughs> no, he would be like trying to like touch the, you know, the Can I put my hand up to the blade? All right. 
Like how close? I'm not gonna touch. I I want to see the I want to see how like the temperature would be because like I I have different temperatures with my body. I want to see if it's like hotter than what I've ever. You don't. You can't really gauge a temperature from just lightly holding your hand over the light of the blade. It seems whatever heat is stored inside this blade, it's within um, a dense field of some sort. Excuse me. That's crazy. So it's white. It is white. Yeah, that's going to be really weird. This was yellow before. There's nothing else here. It's just the compass and whatever that is. And I mean, I think I'm translating this right. It says Greenhaven. I would like to deactivate that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Love it. We'll have to ask her why she left it here. Stoltis, can I see that? This is like nothing I've ever seen before. Sure. And I absolutely would grab it and just kind of like look all around at it. Do the classic Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Laser eye surgery. Right. <laughs> but yeah, he would just be like looking at it just completely enamored because he's never seen anything like that before. It's it's beyond comprehension, you know, the technical craft. You've seen blades similar to this like sun blades, but this is... Unlike any of them. Um, would you mind if I took a crack at taking this apart sometime? I promise I'll remember how it goes together so I can put it back. It's an artifact. But we could learn so much from it. It doesn't belong to you. Oh, I would give it right back. It's history. It belongs in a museum! <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part about history is we can learn from it. This is a very powerful weapon. It could help us. It wouldn't be taken apart for good. It could also help other people. Imagine if we, if we do start a revolution, what if we had this in the hands of those we trust? That doesn't answer why she left it here. Or why it's white. Maybe it's just old. Maybe it just, the color faded over time. I don't know. Maybe I could tell you if I took it apart. Not right now, but something to keep in mind. I'll let you think on it and hand it back to you. He'll take it back and... I think he's gonna clip it to his side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, b- behind his, cl- you know, the actual jacket itself. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, um, we can ask her when we find it. That sounds good. It's her weapon. If anyone has to make that call about you taking it apart, it will be her. That's fair. Okay. Um, sorry, I got a little bit ahead of myself. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just imagined Sunny just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sonny would absolutely be like uh, a mini dual lightsaber person. Sonny just floating in the air with a bunch of lightsabers. General Victor! was gonna look over to Scarlet. What's that compass do? Well, it is said that... <sighs> 
This is a very unique sort of compass that only works here in the Feywild. And that if, if I remember correctly, if you know how to use it, it will guide you through the Feywild to the thing you want most. Oh. Um, would you mind if I, well, hold it? I don't know, are you going to get separated from your new position? Um, I promise I'll give it back. I just... I'm going to kind of look at it for a minute. And I'm going to say, I guess I don't really need direction right now. And I'll hand it over to Blaze. Oh, <laughs> So cute. Alright, and I'm going to... But I'm like anxious about handing it over. Like it's obvious I'm like very precious with it. <laughs> I'm going to kind of look at it. Alright, so the compass in your hand starts spinning and spinning... And it points in a wayward direction to the west. I remember my cardinal directions right. Yeah, because this is north. West is west. If we're facing at the tree. Yes. As you're facing towards the tree, it is facing uh, southwest, almost. It's like the opposite direction. I'm going to look at it and be like... What could be in that direction? Um, probably trees and like ponds <laughs> and other people. Well, like I said, it's what you want most. Are you finished with it? I would feel a lot better if I could hold on to it. Yeah. Do you wish to follow the direction? Does it have like a, a chain or anything? No, it doesn't have a chain on it. Let me see. Does your dress have pockets? <laughs> <laughs> it's very curious. In a lot of ways, it could be a pocket watch without a chain. But all the but despite all that, it's a compass. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if I had like maybe a piece of string or something, and you I do could have like your pendant from Circe, which is probably on a cord. Correct. But I was gonna like wear it potentially. Okay. That I don't know if you're. Okay. I don't know if you're wearing your fox pendant as like an actual necklace or if it's buried in your bag or not. But. I mean, I'd probably put it on. Alright, well, um, um, Akram will kind of look at you, he'll say, you know, what are you looking for? Uh, I, I was just looking to see if I had any, um, string or cord or anything that I could use so that I wouldn't lose this so that I could wear it. He's going to kind of string through his, um, leaf hair and just kind of sniff something off and it'll say, will this work? Will it work? It should work. Uh, yeah, then I will use that and be very grateful to Acorn. He must be protected at all costs. 
Tyler's face right there it was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's already upset. Leave him alone. So I will. One goddamn will, session. <laughs> I will wear the compass then. All right, you wear the compass. And I, I mean, I'd like to still save the the box and the plaque, the plate that says Greenhaven, because that's confusing. But although we do need to find Captain Shatha, we still need to figure out who this gold dust woman is. Of course. Um, it shouldn't be too far from here. Right. Well, I guess we venture on then. Can I try really hard to focus on the gold dust woman and not on Stoltis? Mm. I don't know, man. I'm pretty distracted. Make a, make an intelligence uh, check. Nineteen. All right. So you're able to calm yourself and clear your mind of lovey-dovey stuff, and you're able to focus on the gold dust woman. The gold dust woman. And the compass uh, arrow starts to spin and twirl and do all the sorts of things a compass will eventually do, until finally it points north of where the tree is. And I would like to start walking in that direction. All right. You walk that way for a little while, and eventually the compass starts to lean more towards the west. I would keep following the compass. I would probably be alerting them as well, saying. So as you follow and the compass reorients, it takes you a little while, you know, west, a little east, west again, and finally it just keeps pointing north for a while. And as you keep walking, you start to hear the small strums of what sounds like a guitar. Ooh. Like a stringed, sort of like a lute or a... Mm -hmm. um, well, immediately I'm drawn to the music. It's very beautifully done. Mm -hmm. Small chords here and there that seem to pluck together in a semi-sad melody or a lost melody. It takes you to a small little hill, and on top of the hill is a small little house. You can hear the music much more clearly now. And along with it is the, um, the sound of humming, just... That's not one of them. It's Stoltis will go up and approach the door and just. Sorry, getting impatient wouldn't knock harder. <laughs> um, could I pick up on the notes that are being played and try to chime in with my own lute? Ooh. Sure. Uh, make a performance check. I know. Fourteen. That's good this time. 
they're able to keep in tune, and it actually kind of you kind of take a couple of improvisational leaps, you know, where she strums a sort of dun 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 dun. dun. Yours is more da 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 flair to it. It's like jazz. Like jazz. Eventually the music kind of comes closer to the door and suddenly the door kind of opens up and you see um, in front of you a woman strumming a lute. She's dressed in a large black robe full of stars and sparkles. Very thin veil with a black underdress underneath. Her hair is gold and molted with sparkles of dust, all tied in a sort of like a gypsy's bandana. Mm. And she sort of strums and. She sort of signals you to come in. I'd still be she, playing as I like to make my way inside. She kind of turns around and leads you inside, and she sort of keeps strumming a little bit. Then she. She pours herself a small glass of a little drink from a glass bottle with a brandy sort of liquid in it, and she sort of stirs the glass and looks outside this very large, ornate, round window. And she just sort of casually looks out and takes a small sip of brandy. And she sets it down. And she's very relaxed, lounging on her chair. <sighs> Why were we supposed to find her again? Uh, well, the queen wanted us to go to her to get um, sunshine. more liquid sunshine. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And also, originally, Stultus was going to maybe find spear. a spear right. that the Summer Queen also wanted. And also, scary. Cersei had made some kind of prophecy about the fact that the answers that Scarlet sought would be found on the Golden Wings of Dawn, which may not be related, but right. Scarlet is interested, nevertheless. Stoltus is gonna clear his throat. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We are here to look for liquid sunshine. Uh, you look like you're actually gonna fall asleep. <laughs> you vibing. Mm -hmm. Gold, you said? Uh, the queen, she requested a cup of sunshine. Gold, gold. And she takes out a small little pouch and she sprinkles golden dust on her face and... I'm sorry, what's this about gold? Uh, golden cup of sunshine? Sunshine. Sunshine. Who wants the sunshine? The queen of the summer court. Oh. Well, tell her I'm not interested in giving it to her. Excuse me? We came all the way here for some sunshine. 
Man, it's it's been a very long day for us, and well, frankly, this one's head is literally on the line. Yep, that's me. Oh. Well, you could always stay here. She can't come and get me. She knows her boundaries. Would anyone like some brandy? Is there anything we could do for you to get this sunshine? We'd like to leave the Feywild sooner rather than later. Eh. Nah. <laughs> this nah. Bitch. Nah. The fountain's mine. She's plucked every single fountain dry. She doesn't know how to stop drinking. Obviously, neither do you. I just need something to take the edge off a little. I'm sorry, I'm really making myself to be an improper host, but you sing pretty beautifully, pretty girl. Thank you. May we ask who you are? I assume if she told you who I am and how to get here, then, you know, I'm the gold dust woman. Do you have a name? I'm the gold dust woman. That is my name. Unless you're asking for a Fae's true name, and that's dangerous business. So you are a Fae? Of course, everybody in the Fae is a Fae. That, yeah, yeah, I kind of walked myself into that one. Unless, of course... We're not Fae. Well, that's true. I can see it in your eyes. Outgame question? Yes. Would she see that I've actually been, like, changed by the Fae? Since she's noticing that they're not Fae? She does kind of look over you and she says, Oh, you pretty girl. Someone snagged a little bit of you and put something of theirs in. Oh, oh Craig's face. <laughs> Looks like you've been here a little too long, drank some of the wrong drinks, savored some of the wrong savors. Do you want brandy or would you prefer whiskey? I've got all kinds here. I keep every bottle. I've got wine. I've got... Champagne. It's not much, but it's my little castle on a hill. You have wine? Absolutely. What kind of wine? Well, do you have shimmering scale wine? <gasps> it's canonically my favorite from first episode. Mm -hmm. Let me take a look. And, she... and it's incredibly difficult to get, mm -hmm. especially now that Valis and his estate have been destroyed. Right. She says, Craig should blow it up. He's like, I'm oh. done with this mercenary shit. I'm on my wine. Oh. Here it is. Got it from a uh, satyr a little while back. Who's helping me out with something? And uh, well, you do that too good. <laughs> well, thank you. She pours you a glass, and well, let's just say it's been helping me out. Quite a bit. And what would I owe you for the drink? You don't know the first thing about Fay hospitality, do you? Don't ask questions about gifts you receive. Just take them as kindly. You'll be alright, pretty girl. You'll be alright. I've made Frankly, that mistake one too many times. We've had some issues with people oh. wanting things in return. Well, consider me not royalty. Just consider me 
Well, mystic mother of dreams, or at least I used to be. Are you here for any dreams at all? I still have them for sale. We're here for the cup of sunshine. Well, I'm not offering any sunshine, but I can offer you dreams of sunshine. How? Dreams? Curiosity. I know just the dream you want. She goes over to these little... You notice that in a side of her house, there are these little bubbles of glass. And she plucks one from the ceiling. She gives it a little shake and looks at it. Here's your dream come true. And she's waiting for you. She puts the bubble in your hand. And you see the silhouette of a figure with fiery hair. It's not male. It's female. I don't understand. Um, it's your this... dream. Fire child, it's your dream. I sell them. But not for too much. I make it reasonable. And she takes it back? Mm-hmm. She's going to take it back. He's just going to think about that for a while. So, I'm sorry I can't be much help to you and the Fairy Queen, but I don't like giving away sunshine to her. She drinks far too much for her own good. Is there any way we could take just one more and tell her that you've said enough is enough? She'll never stop when she gets her cup. She lays every single cup of hers to claim. Is there any way you can help us out of the Feywild, though? Hmm. The only way back out is to go through the Summer's Court. That's where everybody comes in. Unfortunately, that could prove troublesome. Might be a way. You know, mirrors are interesting things. Mirrors, often people look into and they see the other half of themselves. But what they don't understand is that there's something behind the glass mirror as well. What do you mean by that? Just what I kind of say. Excuse me a moment. She goes into her little pouch, sprinkles more gold dust over her. What do you mean there's more behind the mirrors? Well, they're doorways. How else do people get around the places? Why? Gotta go through the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Walking. walking. Well, walking's only the first part of it. The other half is to open the door, find your way out, or in. What happens if someone shatters one of these doors? You can't use the door if it's broken. It doesn't open, right? We had an issue this... We had an issue this morning with a broken mirror. Is that really any fault of the mirror? I was just curious what would happen. She kind of looks at you again. Curious? I think so. What's more curious is the kind of dreams you've been having, Caspus. 
what kind of things pop in your bubble. I think that we, I mean, at least I would look at Casbis. Yeah, like, definitely. I would too, because she didn't, we didn't tell her his name. Just nightmares. Nightmares can sometimes be real, and they have real sharp teeth. Sharp as glass, and as hard as hammers. I'm going to step out. And I'm going to turn around and walk out the door and kind of chill outside for a bit. What's going on with Caspis? He's just wrestling with some bad, bad dreams. We all have them. It's not like San Salvador does any good now that he's the self-proclaimed king of dreams. I used to deliver dreams every single night. I remember delivering your dreams and your dreams, a couple of your dreams. I especially remember your dreams. For a while, they were very green. They were warm and they were soft, like the inside of a ripe apple. I remember your dreams, Staltus. Sometimes I like to look through my little collection and I just like to watch everybody's dreams. It makes me feel better. That or my dust. She does it again. She keeps putting more dust in her face and when she feels a little too excited or jittery, she takes a sip of brandy. After a moment, I would probably come back in. Just give me a second to breathe. We really need to go home. And the queen won't let us leave without the sunshine. Hmm. Is there anything we can do to trade you for it? One thing. It's always a great sign. <laughs> Maybe there is one little thing. Can you get my dreams back? How would we do that? Talk to the Salvador. Who? The Salvador, the king of dreams. He has my dreams. He won't sell them to me. What do your dreams cost? Whatever he asks you to pay. He is very weird. But what do your dreams cost? It's different every time. No, it's always the same. 
Give up the gold dust, he says. Maybe then I'll have your dreams for you. But I can't. I'm in so far already. I can't. I... I need more brandy. If you ask him for my dreams, he might ask for a different price altogether. It's different for everybody. For me, it's my gold dust. For you, it could be a horse or a lobster. could be, it could be anything. He's, he's strange. Where can we find him? Dreams, just about another mile that way. Watch for you step. You might hit a sea bass or two on the way. Dust. Guys, I think we're not getting anywhere right now with this. I think we need to pay this man a visit. Well, thank you for your hospitality. Oh, you're welcome. I'm sorry I'm not more awake. It's it's tiring sometimes not having dreams. Just dust. I sell other people's dreams. I don't have mine for sale. My dreams were taken from me. And they kicked me out. Who kicked you out of where? Salvador and his and his things. He wanted to hold on to dream. And he asked uh, a bull thistle for help. Does that do anything to me? Kind of connects a lot of dots, like bull thistle. That's definitely thistle down. Mm -hmm. And I remember that I was whisked away in dreams. Mm-hmm. And they made me cry, broke me down, shattered all my illusions. Of that phrasing. Song lyrics. Well, I think we should be going. I wish we will you be back with your dreams. I wish you good luck. Don't let the lobsters bite. They're on the telephone. What? Great. What's a telephone? That's a good question. <laughs> Maybe you'll find out. <laughs> Ma'am, I may ask. Hmm? What would it cost to get that dream? And what would it do for me? Well... Every night, you'll see her in your dreams, that's for sure. What it would cost, hmm, 
a sparrow feather, and maybe a couple of glass beads. Would, they, would I get that from outside of the Fae, or...? Wherever you find it. If it's a sparrow's feather and a couple of glass beads, I'll take it. May I know the cost for one of mine? Well, pretty girl, your dreams have a pretty hefty price. A spoonful of gold. And the burr and the feather of golden dawn. Uh, what does that mean? <sighs> That's for you to find out. Okay. <laughs> Sparrow's feather and a few gold glass beads. Okay, I'm gonna make a note in my notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I was doing the same thing. Thank you, again. I'll hopefully be back. All right. So you have your objectives updated? Mm-hmm. Indeed. The gold dust woman is going to sit down in her lounge chair and look out through the big window with her glass of Brandy on the side table and just sort of stare and hum to herself again. <clears throat> are we are we ready to go? Sunny, I think so. I'm ready. Alright, on to the next one. Alright. What a world goose chase. So heading out. I swear to God, if the Salvador dude asks for some weird quest too, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> so you head out. Um, do you use the compass again? Uh, yeah. All right. And I would try to focus on this Salvador and dreams thing, and I would think about dreams and compass and points northeast of your current position at the front door. Alright, I would uh, tell the others I think this is the way that we have to go. This is the way. <laughs> Alright, we'll follow. Mm-hmm. Alright. Keep so an eye out for lobsters. So you follow the path for a little ways. It takes you northeast, then a sharp turn to the east, heading out north of the gold-dusted house. Further on, further on. And you notice that Time is beginning to slow down even more than usual. Everything starts to feel sluggish. And looking around you, the landscape is becoming bleaker and bleaker. And you notice a very abstract thing. A large lobster out towards your field of vision. Sitting and almost kind of melting into the scenery. Ooh, mm-hmm. quick question. Do we recognize what lobsters are? Mm. Make a nature check. Follow us or just turn? I was going to say, I lived in a small coastal town, so... But, like, our oceans are air. That's true. Ooh. Air lobster. Rock lobster. Rock lobster. 
Six. It's some sort of crustaceous looking thing, and it's weird. Like, how big is this thing? It's pretty large. It's encompassing a large part of the far off horizon. While also hanging from a tree is what appears to be a clock, but melting. I'm on to you, Tyler. <laughs> as soon as he said it's melting in the scenery and the time was slowing down, I'm like, I As soon like as he said down. San Salvador, yeah. I was like, I yeah. know what this is about yeah. to be. I'm here yeah. for it, though. I love it. For sure. So slow. Great. All right. So you keep walking away, so time feels like it's slowing down. You feel like you're almost melting into the scenery Uh-oh. itself. Lock holds Stoltis's hand. Uh-huh. Just as you your hands sort of connect and lock in, you hear the sound of a guitar and the sound of a woman humming. <laughs> No, it's a different voice altogether. Oh, no. Rising as you're walking, the lobster serve melts and turns into a mountain. Oh, great. And into the distance, Rock sort lobster. of rolling. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I am sick of your lo- rock lobster shit. <laughs> sort of careening into the horizon is this large sort of pyramid figure of a man holding a clock to his heart while his arm is outstretched this way. It casts a long shadow, almost like, um, what are those? Is it a solar clock or what are, what are those sundial. called? Sundial. sundial, like a sundial, sort of casting a large shadow. And adjacent to that shadow is a obelisk bell tower. The uh, bell of which almost looks like a woman in a large bell gown. The humming continues for a while, and then from out of nowhere comes the sound of something like an engine, sort of a ch ch And chugging along behind you, you notice the whole of whatever was the Fae has gone. All around you is just mountains and deep blue skies and and this large locomotive machine chugging along in the background. You turn around again and standing on top of the pyramid is a man dressed in very garish military uniform His badge holds a strange face, like a Pinocchio nose almost, stretching out. And he's wearing this very big, very half-moon crescent-like hat. And he's standing there triumphantly. And he says nothing. Um, sir? (laughs) Oh. He looks at you. He shuffles around in his coat. And he pulls out... A gun! No! (laughs) A A bar of chocolate! Oh. 
He takes a bite. And his mustache begins to... And he starts to fly down to <laughs> With his hummingbird mustache, his, his nose and his face almost protracted to look like a little hummingbird in flight as he flies down to you. And he suddenly stops in front of you. And he looks at all of you. He says, Je sais fou de chocolate. Chocolate. Si. <laughs> We're looking for San Salvador. Yes. Is that you? Yes. Oh no. Uh wow, that was easier than I thought. Chocolate. Oh, uh, is a aphrodisiac. <laughs> uh, thank you. I would like to break a piece of the chocolate off. You break a piece of the chocolate off. He takes it back and stuffs it back into his coat. Thank you. See. We're actually here for someone's dreams. Dreams? You are in dreams. This. He points out and, you know, <laughs> seagulls pop out of his hands. His gloved hands become seagulls. Now. <laughs> and he says, This is a dream, and you are in it. Uh, well, we actually need to take some dreams with us. Dreams to take. To take. Very to buy. To buy. To buy. The dreams of the gold dust woman. Gold dust woman? Yes. See, si, I know such woman. We need her dreams. You want her dreams? Yes. Yes, yes. Please. Please. What can we give you for these dreams? A lobster and a handshake. I've done enough handshakes! <laughs> <laughs> so sick of handshakes! <laughs> if not... A handshake, then a milkshake. Okay. And he's going to pull off his hat, pull out a chocolate milkshake, and then put it on your head. Now, you are princess of the hermetic order of the sun. <laughs> Sultans has no fucking clue how to deal with this. This is I the embodiment of unnatural. <laughs> oh, oh. Casmus is all for, like, interesting things. Right now, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going like, on here? I feel like Sunny is just, like, amazed. Like, she's, like, super into this. I mean, she's a wild magic sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Uh, abstract and odd things yeah, are right up her alley. I, I would like to cast prestigitation. And create a small illusion of a lobster and try to hand it to him. He sort of takes your illusion of a lobster, holds it, and then he flattens it out, folds it into a piece of paper, and then makes an origami crane out of lobster print. And he says, If I had a thousand of these, I could have a wish. 
of my own. He's going to blow it away, and it's going to fly a lobster with wings. Excellent. Um, and you said you needed a milkshake. A handshake. Um, or a milkshake. Well, I have this milkshake right here. I would like to hand him the, hand, the milkshake. He takes it, and he looks at it, and he says, It has sand in it. And he pops off the lid, and out of it comes sand. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's going to reach into his jacket again. He's going to pull out a piece of sausage. What? He's going to put it under his nose, sniff it, and then he's going to say, It is a weenie. Yes, it is. Correct. Who would like the weenie? I'm a vegetarian. It is a shame, because all aardvarks are carnivorous. I, I am not an aardvark. I swear to God, if this dude turns me into a fucking aardvark. <laughs> he's going to kind of look at you and he's going to stick out his tongue like an aardvark and just... <laughs> <laughs> he's going to stuff the weenie back into his jacket, pull out a piece of chocolate, take another bite, the awkward... And then... He's going to fly away. No! <laughs> What do you do? I gave him everything he asked for! But did you? Yes, I did. He's going to fly away. He's going to come back. He's going to look at you and say, How much for a phone call? A phone call? C. Do I know what a phone is? No. <laughs> what is a phone call? A phone is for you. Uh, okay. What do I do with it? Put it to ear and mouth. Uh, this Casbis? Yeah, hello Casbis. This is a representative of Mr. San Salvador, you say, you say. Uh, I do not see, I hear. But you hear, okay, you hear, you hear. I hear. Good, good, yeah, you hear. So, what I'm thinking is if you want the gold dust woman's dreams like she wants, apparently, you're going to have to pay a hefty price, you hear, you hear, say, say. He said he wanted a lobster, and I gave him a lobster. You don't listen to him when he talks about <laughs> lobsters. <laughs> you listen to me when I'm talking about prices and figures. Oh, great. This is a direct communication to his line, you say, you hear? So, what you need to do in order to get the gold dust woman's dreams back is... When he mean when he says he wants a lobster and a handshake or a milkshake, is he means you need to go to the very ends in the border of dream, and you need to destroy the witch Beelzebul. The the witch Beelzebul. Yes, she's been kind of stirring trouble in the nightmare section of dream. You hear the you say? Section. Oh yeah, it's way in the back. 
Oh, great. Yeah, it is real great. Except when you want to, when you don't want to piss yourself at night. Yeah, you hear, you see, you hear, you see. I don't think I've ever done that. Well, that's good, see, because it's quite embarrassing. You see, you hear, you <laughs> see, you hear. So, you go to the very ends of dream. You find this witch. You kill her. I don't know if you have to dump like a bucket of water or prune juice on her, whatever works here. But after that, San Salvador will consider giving you the dreams. Consider, for a, I need something more than a For consider. a discount. A discount? So a we discount. have to kill this woman. Yes. And we still don't even get what we need. You get a discount. That's all I can offer. That's all that's on the table. What is it now. without this discount? If it wasn't, you'd probably have to sell your soul or forgo having dreams for all eternity. And considering the kind of dreams you've been having, Mr. Casbis, that's uh, it's going to be one hell of a one-way communication. You get what I mean? You hear, you see, you hear, you see. And what is this price with the discount? With the discount, uh, it might just cost you like two gold pieces. That's quite the discount. That's a <laughs> hell of a discount. You guys can't even hear what he's saying. No, I like, know that's why I'm not saying anything because I can't hear what he's saying. Um, okay, um, thank you. You're welcome. And whatever you do, avoid the fish with the big boobs. The what? <laughs> I said the fish with the big boobs. She likes to lay around in the salad while the dancing crawfish kind of do the green around her. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go now. Thank you. You're welcome. And have a good day, sir. Now hand the telephone and back to Mr. Sam Salvador. Uh, here? He's going to take the phone, he's going to put it back into his head, and he says... How is phone call? Uh, we need to... Da, da, da. It's not a matter of need. It is a matter of do or die. He's going to flap... He's going to grow some sparrow's wings. Of course he does. <laughs> Are you going to try to steal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just as he flutters away, a feather falls. I'm going to pick it up. You pick it up. Thank God it remains a feather. <laughs> he's going to freaking life. I was gonna say it's like a sausage. <laughs> a weenie. He's a weenie. <laughs> he's going to fly away and then disappear into the sun, which is going to turn around and say, "Oh, oh, oh, hi, oh, goodbye." What? <laughs> so that was an interesting. Um phone call. Apparently, what San Salvador was trying to say when he asked for a lobster and a handshake was he actually wants us to kill a witch. So if you go hunt down someone else? Apparently. This is a wild goose chase, if you ask me. Well, hopefully, since we're just killing someone, then... But... You say that so naturally. I mean, we do a plane. That's fine. Yeah, we um, do. I, unfortunately, or... Er, it is in the Nightmare Court. Oh. And he said to watch out for the fish with the big boobs. Oh, sorry? What? <laughs> <laughs> I I wish I could explain it. I feel like just this entire time Stoltz is just dumbfounded, just looking around like, is anybody hearing what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess
guess we'll head to the nightmare court. <coughs> he said he he said which direction it was, right? Yeah, he yeah. said it's way in the back. Yeah, he said it's way way in the back of the Bay Wells. So I guess we have no other choice, do we? No, I guess not. All right. So you take a step forward, do you all? Yeah. Great. All right. So you take a step forward, and it's as if the whole of the dream is just rushing towards you, just... And all of a sudden, you're in this very strange place full of metallic shelves with little holes punched out in them. There are items on the store, and there's lots of people surrounding you. Yes, Greg. I would like Stoltis to puke from the motion. <laughs> you puke in the middle of the floor, oh. and people are walking around you saying, Oh my God, will you stop? There's a pandemic about. I need to get my toilet paper. <laughs> what? What? No. But, excuse me. <laughs> are you saying that we live in the Nightmare Court, Tyler? Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> Absolutely. People are rushing past you and pushing against you. I need you all to make uh, dexterity saving throws. Oh. That's exciting. I like this. Great. Interesting. Good. Oh, that's a nat 20. That's a four. A four. Which one was it? Dexterity piece. Forms on cute. 14 for me. Unnatural 20. Nice. 16. How was Acorn? We're holding on to each other for support. We're good. 16? Okay. Sanjiro rolled a 5. Acorn rolled a nat 1. Oh! Oh, yes! Fuck you! Why did it have to be him and not Sanjiro? Okay. So, Stoltis, you're able to kind of get through the crowd and end up outside in what looks to be a forest... In the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, who, uh, who's next? Uh, she got a unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Uh, Scarlet, you're kind of bumping against people, and then you find yourself in a music hall. Oh, oh we got separated. Oh, no. It's going to turn our dreams into fucking nightmares. Oh, no. Um, Full of other musicians. It's almost like a bard's college, almost. And somebody is uh, right next to you and (coughs) is saying, you know, Welcome to the bard's college. We're glad you got the scholarship. So you'll be able to learn all sorts of wonderful things here and further your education. All right. And then, uh, Sunny, you rolled uh, third highest. So all of a sudden... You're like in this really large classroom full of rambunctious, rowdy kids. <laughs> and there's a teacher in the corner saying, Paint balloon fight, kids! Throw as much paint as you can at the walls and hit each other as hard as you can! Here comes Aquamarine! And she throws it at you and you would kind of explode with Aquamarine color. Oh, that was really and then on the side of your pack <laughs> are other colors of shit. balloons <laughs> with paints and everything. Um, she is definitely going to grab one of the balloons and chuck it back at the person who just chucked a balloon at her. You hit the teacher with this bright pink explosion of, of paint. Of course it's pink. Amazing. <laughs> All right. And then it was, you rolled? 14. 14. Okay. You find yourself in the desert. The hot sun beating down upon you. There's nothing behind you and nothing in front of you or all around you except the dunes. Do I have my axe? You have your axe. 
Good. You're as you are. Casbus. You rolled, what was it? A four. A four. Casbus. You're in a hall full of mirrors. Oh, no. And at each of the mirrors, lying at the bottom, is a ball-peen hammer. Wait. What about Acorn? Uh, let me get get through. Uh, oh, so I was going to say it's Sanjiro. Sanjiro uh, is lost to all of you and is lost in a void of oddities and fog. As for Acorn, Acorn dreams of hands and figures and shadows. He is alone and he is scared. It is currently 4.30. Do we want to keep going or is this a pleasant time to hold things? It's up to you guys. I'm okay to keep going, but I may have to run and pick up Lucy really quickly. I'd say at that point we might as well just call it. It's all goes off. Oh yeah, that's right. I think we're in a good spot. Yeah, this is because unfortunately, if we don't stop here, I I feel like it's gonna get too late. Okay. Plus, I don't want you to get Lucy and then it like not work out perfectly and get right. frustrated because you can't play. Because I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. That's a good. All right. Stuff. All right, and then that, well that is all where right. we will come to a stop. Thank you all for listening. We hope yeah. you have a great day, and we'll find out what happens to our heroes. Um, in about three weeks. Yay! Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.